Here we are with Godbound, a victim epistle, season two, episode three. It is January 2019. Uh, I am Devin the referee, and Nicole is not here tonight. She is a bit ill. Then to my left, we have Explain Why. Tyler playing Mattiel, the Pirate Queen. Kevin playing the Crimson Marquis. You can also say he's the gold headed. Mark as Lothar. All right, okay. <coughs> Recap last session. Um, what did we do last session? We got... Nothing stands out from last <laughs> session. We bravely ran away. Yeah, we looked for some L. We were checking on the L forest. It was a nightmare. We looked... Well, we ran into Gaunt. It was also a nightmare. We checked up on some stuff around Nocturnus. It was also a nightmare. We talked to... Uh... Faust. He was a only a nightmare, nightmare for one of us. Yeah. He was brewing a nightmare. Whenever I uh, think of Foss, I think of Winslow's song from Phantom of the Paradise. He's such a little wiener. Should be his song. Right? I was not myself last night. Like, uh, he's the definition of a wiener in that movie. The thing was revealed. The information that uh, what uh, the horrible, horrible thing. It's got the musical out. number and goes, all right. All right. It sure happened. <laughs> Happening happened. A bunch, of, a bunch of people again. in the city from the future committed suicide upon seeing it. Yeah, that's kind of like a mainstay in this game. It's a very dark recurring theme. Suicide. Casual suicide and self-mutilation. Like, Jesus Christ. That's fine, we'll come back as the Acer ends. Everything will be fine. That too, that too. And that, that Acerin process is not like a simple clean process. That's soul mutilation. Like it's <laughs> taking an actual person and burning everything that made them them out and putting Acerin over top. That's not a that's not a gentle process. No duh. <laughs> There's so much evil. <sighs> what is evil, Devin? There's a theoretical Godbound versus Ravenloft game that might that that could materialize out of things. Oh, I don't already. think I don't think it would go well for anyone. I mean, no, probably not. We're suggesting at some point that like, hey, what would happen? It would just be like game. It would just be a steam yeah, roll. Yeah, yeah, it would just be stomping. It'd be all like you've been given your own domain where people are going to be shitting you all the time. Dominion changed now. Dark Power's like, wait, what was that? It's like, yeah, Dominion changed it. I just I changed it. and made it better. Now I'm going to leave my domain and go punch. Uh, Vlad Drakov in the teeth over and over again. It's going to be great. Well, he was deaf on the valve. Now he's my little subject. Vlad yeah. Drakov's a living person. Mm. He's, command. He's Hitler. Eh. I know, right? Strahd is the one you can use the Drakov. Strahd is Dracula as a vampire. Vlad Drakov is Dracula as a man and also Hitler. He's also fucking a And Strahd has 39 identical tapes. Identical capes? Yes, in his closet. This is specifically mentioned. It's, it's amazing. I love those details like that. Ooh, it's almost like a solo movie. Right? <laughs> fucking solo is great. I'm gonna say it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, gang. Here we are. It's up to you. People, you're in Derrick Show overseeing the Godwalker assembly facility, the Shatterdome. Yeah. I, I'm assuming the fuselage to your new war uh, HQ is, is being christened. Yep, just being finished now. Yeah, the women of the machine technicians are going over it, and like they, they already have the schematics up for like the engine, the the, the, the divine sort of you know source that will power the whole thing and give it give it divinity and life. 
and they're like, you know, assembling materials. The theotechs are already getting the scaffolding together and then getting materials to purify and shit. They've already loaded the uh, the fuselage of some of the armaments you recovered from Gigan. If if you've chosen to equip it. Uh, other than that, oh, Derecho's having some, I guess we're starting with Derecho. Derecho's having, um, I don't want to say problems. Okay. But, how long are you in the Shatter Dome for? Like, do you, do you kind of pay attention to that for a little bit while stuff's going on? Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm also out around, I'm establishing okay. the Aeromancy Academy. Yeah, yeah, you're building some schools. Alright, <laughs> so this doesn't quite sneak up on you like I'd envision it would, because you're not monofocusing and putting a blind eye to it, but people are getting awfully lynchy. <laughs> like Azazel's no people have mostly been kicked out of the city because they couldn't really kill them all because they're really strong but they've mostly exited the city or been pushed off the edge or <laughs> been tricked to leave people are starting to turn on each other and declaring that they're sympathizers with the devil and starting what they call um, wasteful plutocratic cults okay uh, what are they doing exactly? Well, the Broadbringer's being put on trial for heresy because he sympathizes too much with the devil because he was in its presence. <laughs> this this kind of happened overnight. There's kind of a Watergate-style coup that's starting up. They're actually digging up dead members of his old entourage and are putting them on trial like the Pope did that one time. <laughs> mm -hmm. And using the corruption in their body, like how their bodies have rotted and stuff, as proof that he himself is morally corrupt. Well, it's a fair cop. <clears throat> I mean, if you want... People are just getting meaner in Derecho. I mean, if you want, I think as it was there repairing Derecho. Uh, like you want to... That too, you're like... Yeah. Everyone knows the Bottebringer is like, not your right-hand man, because you have a right-hand man, and he's yeah. beautiful and wonderful, and off being a, a knight errant. And he's also like a swashbuckler. But he's like your third to fourth-hand man. And they're like, oh, Matt, you know, you, you, you speak for God and stuff, but you also hang out with the devil, and God right now is having the devil fix the city. And they'd only do that because you're a terrible leader who couldn't organize us to do it better. Okay. Uh, Azazel is not the devil. So let's... Look at all his clear that <laughs> Only Azazel <laughs> would say that! <laughs> all right, right they're listening. Everyone's listening to you because they, they literally can't li not listen to you. You're God, and if they, they defy you, you could... You could send them straight to to Azazel. <laughs> Azazel is my opposite, which is not the same as being the devil. He represents a different sphere, and it's a sphere that has its base in a locale that is far from here, which is why his spawn doesn't walk the streets. But um, he's a god, and he's in the pantheon. Everyone agrees, yes. Right, yeah, yeah. But then they... Like, someone's like, oh, someone steps forward, like, who thinks, you know, they're a little more pious than everyone else. But, um, my god, my beautiful god, if he's an aspect of the Pantheon, surely the things he encompasses aren't the things that you exemplify. Right in a much more oppositional way than, say, I'm trying to think what they would call Thea. They wouldn't call her the Mad Titan, that's for sure. The Green Mother? It could be Green. The, the, the Hive Mother. In, in a much different way than the Hive Mother, or the Dark Lord, or 
Um, you the know, bird. Not the bird. God damn you. I'll skip you. <laughs> or the Lord of the Wild. Like, they're all different from you, but they're not the opposite. And, like, she kind of gestures over her shoulder to your temple, which is beautiful and serene and covered in, like, foliage and stuff. And it's, like, perfectly sculpted and stuff. And, you know, gives off pleasant smells and music at all times and has this nice saffron scent. And then, like, right across, like, the middle <laughs> circle of it is where Azazel's temple is on the opposite side. So it's always in the shadow of the sun and shadowed by your statue. And it's, like, covered in spikes where they've crucified goat people. That they did! <laughs> and they've crucified goat people. And, like, there's blasphemous markings on it. And it's on fire slightly. And, like, it's that area's clearly ghettoized. And they put up barricades and blocked it off from the rest of the city. It's like... So, good things happen to us when we follow your example... And it's clear, gesturing to the temple, that they did that Azazel things happen to people that don't in opposite. <laughs> and? Well, that, that seems a bit nemesis. <laughs> we have several hundred recorded instances of nemesi existing. And this, this seems to kind of fit that kind of choiristic pattern. It's opposite, but it's not oppositional. Hmm. Azazel is also necessary for the functioning of this city. Right, but if you had to choose which temple to live in... If you had to choose which temple to live in... Oh, yours, you definitely. choose that one. It's a much better house for God. If Azazel had to choose which temple to live in, he would choose his own. Well, of course, it's natural. Look at it. <laughs> it's a dumpster fire. <laughs> Snake Plissken is sitting on like, an abandoned chair there smoking like this is Escape from L.A. The property value is just plummeting. Oh. The fucking pipes are rotting out. The water pipes. They're begging you to gentrify it. It's just so different from you, though. Well, that's why he has his own city, which is very different than Derrico. Everyone's just kind of looking at each other like they couldn't even fathom. Like they're from the future and they've seen everything that we can't even fathom. <laughs> Where should you? Know, and like, if you were to go there, you would probably have a bad time. Everyone makes your sign, <laughs> the sign of the sword. <laughs> but I can go and walk there. Yeah, yeah, you're you're infallible. So it's kind Lobata of like... bringer is clearly an agent of Azazel, though sowing discord and destruction. <laughs> If you think that anyone is an agent of... And he already gave up his one. If you think that anyone is an agent of... First of all, being an agent of Zazel is not... It's, it's caused maybe for exile, not death. <laughs> well, we tried to make them leave and they wouldn't, and they were defying your divine order to make the city perfect. <laughs> if you suspect anyone of being in league with the Hell Cults or corrupted, God will judge them. They will dance before me and I will judge their dance. <laughs> And start bringing out a lot of bringing in chains. This is really unnecessary. We have we have suppression chips for this. <laughs> so what is he accused of? Uh, his inability to lead us properly under your divinity, uh, due to his his barbaric future society ways. All of these people are from the future. Has led uh, our city to be hurt by the oncoming apocalypse, necessitating the 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 opposing deity to have to inhabit our city and touch its many small moving parts. 
Whereas if you were a better leader and not in league with the opposition, <coughs> that would not be the case and Derek would have suffered any losses during the end of the world that his Azel caused. Fair enough. Um, and his punishment for necessitating Azazel is that he will now be the Azazel liaison. Anytime someone oh. needs to speak with Azazel or speak with the people of Azazel, it will fall upon Labada Bringer to do so. He shoots himself in the head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I'm not going to say no because you told me I had to. You still have to dance. He's doing, he's sh he's doing the, his truffle shuffle in chains. Okay. Uh, He's been a pretty good leader, your dance tells you. Okay. Well, uh, he retains his position, but he gets his punishment. Everyone's like, all right, yeah, all right. Everyone starts clapping. Everyone starts dancing. People start throwing flowers all over the place. So should I be walking on this? <laughs> they already have a few of his children that they've like put together with like electrodes and stuff after they've been dead, and they're having them dance like <laughs> like uh like the the Krampus during Christmas celebrations. They're like zapping them like the little zombies they are to dance and jerk around. It's gonna be like the worst day ever. He did everything he was supposed to, <laughs> helped you in every way, and not only did he get punished, but a bunch of people start dancing around him, like having a dance party. I don't know how badly he got punished, though. I mean, they were throwing shit at him and telling him he sucked and stuff. Well, they're not doing that now. No, they're not doing that now. They'll stop calling him the nemesis and start calling him the opposition. That's better. The anti-Mattiel. Loyal opposition? So were you in the city? Yeah, you said you yeah. were here. I mean, I was doing the project for you to fix up the city. So yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> here helping you. In the guts. Every once in a while you see out of a window some of your children fall over the edge. <laughs> I thought they weren't here anymore. Like, I mean, you know, he's been here for a little bit, so every once in a while you've seen that happen. Okay. <laughs> wow! Oh my, oh no. Business as usual for them. <laughs> Was that Billy? It's one of them. Not all of them are into eight. I mean, you know... I am William Goat. I know like, you know, ten names, so... They're <laughs> There's many Billys out there. So, uh, Azazel, uh, yeah. I think it kind of behooves me to apologize for the slight genocide. <laughs> Medium base. <laughs> behooves your goat. I know, right? You genocided people now? Well, my, my people kicked out your people. Oh, so that's what it was all about. Yeah. So why were they kicked out? Well, we're trying to make the perfect city and... Oh. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, we're starting, are we? <laughs> this I didn't know we were digging a hole in this particular place. It just seemed like they might be more comfortable somewhere else. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> I've never experienced this kind of discrimination. <laughs> I'm so popular lately. It's almost like you became a... No one said it. <laughs> it's literally his nickname. Like, it's his name in this culture. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we're still good, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know. Are we? 
Well, I helped you with the goblins. They're kind I of mean, just every, the guns. <laughs> I mean, everyone else kind of took sides against you on that, but I was willing to let you do your thing. Eh. Didn't ask anyone else, so you just tagged along. There's a fair amount of dead goblins all around Azazel, by the way. <laughs> by a fair amount, I mean like 50, 60. They've been gabbing around him when he's been working down here. That's great. A lot of them been killed by industrial machinery. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that survive around here too long? Yeah, but they were they replenished their numbers. Like, while you're talking, one of them was just looking directly up into a vent, and it's like he's counting on his fingers, and when he gets to five, the fire comes down and just melts him. <laughs> another one's all. Another one kind of pushes him aside, pushes the body aside, just stands in there and starts counting. Well, do you think you do got enough tier technicians here to maintain all of this? You got all the machinery. Because I mean. I replaced the engine, the power source, because the Texomelis blasphemy engine like seems to have powered down recently. Those swords don't have much power in them anymore. Just breaking and starts eating it. This was a <laughs> yummy, yummy curse. Oh no, no! I had to replace it with something else. I figured like, oh, a little wishing engine, much more convenient than the Energon Maltrantem. I think much more configurable. That's great, I appreciate that. Yeah. But my thing it needs to be a technician, and I don't know how many you have spare out here. I'm pretty sure we've got a few in the city. Okay. The Godwalker facility has like a minimum from the wood of the machine, but yeah, you'll, you'll need more if you want to scale up operations. Mm -hmm. You could potentially take that as like your next fact and then teach that to your cult. I mean, the Vampire King has as a fact, and he has the means to get you unlimited amounts of them. I have technicians. Oh, you have it, and you have the means to get unlimited amounts of them. Yes. Yeah. Everyone in my cult is a tier technician. All the goat people. <laughs> <laughs> They're very crafty like that. I'm sure we'll find a solution. So, you also want to kick me out of the city in some elaborate fashion, or should I just... Leave the, by the no, back you're, door. No, you are welcome in Derrico anytime you want. I mean, don't you remember how Lobotabringer, you know, looked at me? If Lobotabringer so... gives you sass, you have my permission to eat him. <laughs> oh. The smell in this room is you're kind of just shooting the shit. What's the smell? Uh, a bunch of the goblins said, what does this do? And started pulling parts that he had just recently replaced out, and the entire pneumatics crushed them and then released them, and now it's like a sticky taffy of them. Like 14 of them at once. About 10% of your work here has been sweeping them out behind you. That's fine. Just use full paste. Um. Well... My temple has been looted, so... Yeah, they defiled, <laughs> it. they defiled it real good. They went full on, uh... They went full on, uh, the Crusades on your temple. So if anything breaks, I don't have an easy in here to keep it aloft or anything like that. And your temple has been consecrated, so... This thing's on its own if something goes bad and we're somewhere else. I suppose that's fair. 
So I just want to keep it like that. But okay. Well, I mean, we can always reconsecrate your temple. I mean, not if the mob's going to tear it down afterwards. Plus, it needs a worshiper in it, and I'll so on. So deal with the mob. Oh. Okay. Well, who should we pay to build the temple back up then? Who should we hire here? Because I would hire my goatlings and my cultists, but they're not around. <coughs> I'll handle it. Okay. I'm gonna head back to the temples. Okay. People are still celebrating. They're cleaning up and stuff. A lot more of those little goblins around you're seeing now. You're looking. Yeah, I'll I'll deal with that in a bit. Um, Smart. <laughs> most of the future people are kind of they, they treat them like you know you don't really want to hurt pigeons that are too close to people if they don't fly away, but you don't want them in your food. Like a little run up to them and kind of spook them away, or like get a broom and kind of just start grooming them away. They're not like openly murdering them. It's a little. No one wants to step on a raccoon in the middle of broad daylight. It's just it's, it's gross. They will stone the bejesus out of a heretic, though. Um, I'm gonna start dancing, and I'm gonna use expressive performance, All and right. I'm gonna target everyone here. All right, and I'm gonna fill them with the idea that they need to clean. Azazel's temple. <laughs> Alright, they'll go start doing that. Everyone starts celebrating, they're gonna go clean up the temple. Because God danced them too. <laughs> and he filled them with rapture and divine inspiration. So they're gonna go do it. Uh, and then I'm gonna use, once they're doing that, I'm gonna use expressive performance again. And I'm gonna target goblins. And I'm gonna fill them with the idea that they should follow me. And then yeah. I'll just start dancing up and down every street in Derrico. All right. Until I've got all the goblins with me. Yeah, there's like 2,000 here. Oh, and then I'll jump off the edge of the, ci of the city. Oh, someone were already doing it before you jumped off. <laughs> now we're all going. <laughs> all right, they'll do it. They'll do it. They'll do it. They'll do they pay the contractors this time? Oh, wait, no, you got paid. <laughs> pay the goddamn freelancer. All right, you jump off the edge, and a few thousand goblins go over with you. Okay. Most of them die on impact. Some of them are cushioned by... There's already a pile of goblins. <laughs> and Azazel's goat people, kind of, under the city. That has that, you know, wind turbine thing. It sits on top of a tornado, so it kind of, kind of fucks with things and cushions the fall of it. And then I will fly back up. All right. How's that temple looking? It's pretty good. It's been like an hour. They're cleaning it pretty well. It's, it's getting done. They have access to, you know, Arm and Hammer and Barkeeper's Friend and a little elbow grease. Okay. So I'll just watch over that. All right. It'll get cleaned up. It's clean. It looks great. They put it back together, minus all of the, you know, reliquaries and stuff they looted. And hid in banks in Sweden to never give back to the families. Well, Azazel, there's your temple. Well, so who should I pay to get it consecrated? Mm. Who will you assign to this task in this city? You probably have an architect's girl. Yeah, let's round up all the theotechnicians. All right, majority of them are women of the machine. Okay. And some like Azazel worshippers who were on death row, who aren't <laughs> goat people. Theotechnicians in this city now worship Azazel. Okay. You just dance that into their little hearts? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you can imagine we can pellet. 
Well, I, I just say it, and then they can defy me if they choose. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's an implicit threat. Someone's like, that's gross, I want to worship you. They're stuck by Lightning. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Alright, well, under threat of execution, they all uh, worship Azazel against their will. Okay. I mean... And you can pay them. Okay. <laughs> Use my dragon gift to pay. Alright, they're going to start working on that temple. <laughs> You're going to consecrate the bejesus out of it with relics and stuff. Perfect. They get rare materials and reagents together to like turn it into a holy artifacts, like the fucking Meridius beacon. A new hand touches the beacon. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> hmm. put together some fucking plus five lances and stuff on a goat horn and shit. It'll be great. They'll put in the arms of your statue with you like stabbing shit. <coughs> so how are we feeling, Azazel? We kind of glued this back together. I mean. Yeah, temple's fixed. I'm not really thinking that, you know, you're my nemesis. I think the crimson's more of that. Well, we can be like a diagram with little arrows going in like all different directions. pentagram where yeah. I'm closer to those things. And like I said, you're not my nemesis. You're my opposition. Us goats need to stick together. Hmm. I suppose. I mean, you got closer to you than some other people. You know, they're pretty fine. The future people are kind of meh. Yeah, they have this tendency to wreck the world. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just look at Thea, just wanting more worshippers, gathering everyone so that you can have more Acerans. Well, yeah, that guy who just struck my leg definitely became an Aceran. Ah, oh, another Aceran. Didn't worship you, didn't <laughs> worship him. <laughs> You're an atheist, the woman of the machine. Ah. Oh. I guess our work here is done. Is there anything I can do for you? Eh, not at the moment. Maybe one day I'll call in a favor. Well, I certainly owe you. Yeah. Look at that. Party cohesion. How's that sinkhole of evil doing? Look we'll over there. Oh, battlement. We're, we're going to talk about the boil? <laughs> All right. So, under Derrico, maybe like, I don't know, it's pretty far away. It's like, maybe like a 12-hour walk, but you have perspective and horizon on it. Where that battle with Azazel's slave dad happened, uh, the ground is all like puffy and swollen, exactly like a boil. And it's like actually boiling with like ooze and blight and stuff. And there's a bunch of goat corpses around it and goblin corpses now. Do you think you could make Derrico not just float, but also move? I mean, what, you mean put the little propellers on it? However you get it done. I mean, it should be easy enough. The original Derrico could move under its own, uh, you know, power, using the harnessing the power of wind and typhoon, Lobotbringer says. So if we had a bunch of wind mages, we might be able to get it going? Because well, we've got sure a bunch of wind mages. I'm sure there's designs in the archives about how to, how to give the city that as its own power. Fence of some sort. I'm not mechanically minded. He's dressed in all leather, by the way, like <laughs> straps and stuff, like Scorpius from Farscape. He has Zazel's holy symbol uh, <laughs> on his back, like on the leather outfit, and your symbol on the front. Okay, good. I like that. Looks good on you. I mean, I used to have fun with this. Now it just seems like I'm wearing it. It feels like clothing. <laughs> now it's a uniform. <laughs> Why don't you look into that? 
the city flying, not yes. the uniform thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> Same wavelength, God. Okay. You walk squeakily away. Shouldn't be too hard to get a working between the, yourself and myself and Salon. So should we maybe reach out to the others, start a council of war? What are you warring on I this was... time? <laughs> uh, I was thinking we might go after Nocturnus. Oh. I've got... It's already in conflict. It was relatively unscathed by the cataclysm. It's still rich, but it's fat and lazy. I've got people on the inside, people on the outside. Yeah. It's a prime target. So I go pie, I think. I can go with that. The city needs to be sacked. <laughs> Clickety clack. So we'll send out a little text to you guys asking you to come to Derrico. Okay. You two show up in Derrico? Yep. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Take transportation. Swarm of bats, whatever. No, I'd, I'd fly gloriously with a squad of. Your squad? Yeah. The squad rolls up. Yeah, you're all greeted as, you know, count as, as returning divinities. Yeah, you, you two all see that thing off in the distance. <laughs> what thing? The sinkhole of evil. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 the troll or It's right. Hmm, that's unfortunate. I'm going to use my city gifts to make a thing of, like, shrubbery rise up and block my view A wall? Yeah. <laughs> a wall. Just right. the entire time he walks, it kind of falls along beside him. I'm just imagining yeah, like, like slats of steel and concrete rise up as you walk and fall behind you. Like, yes, literally like, that. On the horizon, like shh, shh, shh. Yep. Like a goddamn transformer. <clears throat> He's got a small entourage of his vampires, just kind of one from each, each uh, yeah, you got your, with him. You got your primogen. Yeah, yeah <laughs> literally, actually. Well, it's good to see you both. Mm. You Hello. too. Hello. Are you hot? Oh, terribly busy. The Thank you. Have been taking a lot of time and effort. But I see that you have been equally busy. So what quest do we have? Do we... Are we going to be dealing with that? That doesn't look like something we're quite... No, we're just going to move away from that. We're just oh, going to... We're just going to... Sweeping under the rug. I mean, that, in comparison <laughs> to that hole over the horizon, that's nothing. <laughs> I have no doubt that thousands of sinkholes of evil have opened up everywhere. It's Actually, not really. Huh. <laughs> no, the world was scorched with fire and destruction. There's no, uh, there, there was no spiritual resonance left behind by the apocalypse. <laughs> I have no doubt that this is not something <laughs> we have to deal with. I'm sure it is something that's happening everywhere. <laughs> Well, this is the only consistent place drenched in the blood of people slaughtered for no reason. <clears throat> well, that's early. It's early in the day. <laughs> well, cut right to the point. We all have various projects underway um, and various things going on, and we need resources. We need shards, we need wealth, and we need to get them soon. And the best way is to take them from someone else. Of course, we are running out of large monsters to slaughter. Personally, I nominate Nocturnus. Hmm. Bold. I certainly won't complain. They're kind of the only... They seem to be the only group that uh, 
likely to put a stop uh, put a stop to us. There can only be one true Lord of the Undead, and they are calling you out. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Lord Zot. Although the last time we uh, came close to fighting, I definitely got a "this is a bad idea" when I was even near him. The man has his vices, however. He is not infallible. <coughs> if we can't win in a straight fight, we can always just cheat. I would suggest cheating immensely. They have, of course, future weaponry. Their own tricks, death blades. Dark energon weapons. Dark energon weapons. <clears throat> That's going to come up in Thursday's game, by the way, that word. <laughs> Things we don't want to deal with on a personal level. Things we can, however, salvage that would be very useful against the band. And they're also busy in a war of their own right now. Makes it easier for us to slip in from the side and raid them while they're... Oh, plus they lost, apparently. Oh, we just got back from there. And so I think uh, uh, they lost a bunch of people fighting off the Gand. Excellent. So, if I remember from the rumor mongers of the future, Hortzhoff has a terrible weakness for women particularly of a life pointy-eared variety. Uh, these creatures known as elves that used to exist. Elves? Are not light. What elves? What's up? I said elves are not light. They're, they're giants. They're a massive, soul-destroying... I mean, I don't want to kink-shame someone, but that's a little weird. It's amazing, yeah, because legitimately when... The Marquise's elf, you know, fucking deviant art pictures of, like, pointy-ear titty chick show up. When you guys think elf, you think fucking Adam from Evangelion, the giant made of light destroying the North Pole. Hey, I think that's just a, just a an elf, the different kind. Oh, yeah. Right. That's yeah, similar. That but... is someone's kink? Well, yes. Well, not that one in particular. I've had sex 14 <laughs> times. Other acerins don't oh, count. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I wasn't counting the other acerins. That's more of a... It's private. <coughs> it is something to consider that we might just distract him in such a way that he will be useless in the defenses of the city. Do we have an elf on hand? I mean... <laughs> no, no, I'm a, I'm a Feyen elf. Different, uh, different monster manual entry. How many elves are there? Oh, buddy. Too uh, many. Oh, the Dark Elves, remember those? Ooh, 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 we don't, we don't, we don't do that here, Marquis. He like makes, he likes like the no motion. We don't do that here. Finally, enough, the Marquis actually looks closest to one of those types of elves. He's just got weird facial ridges. Oh. But, if we're going to take on Nocturnus in some larger fashion, what's their doomsday? weapon. Because we already set up two of them, at least. Nice, mm, and what is their doom? Stay weapon. You motherfucker. <laughs> well, if I remember my dealings with Nocturnus, it was their power core that they brought back in time. It's a mass energon converter that gives off dark energon stores. It powers all of their infrastructure. Their tech, their weapons, their sorcery, and it powers all of their undead citizens, which is most of their citizenry. It was like 90% of the population last I checked. But we shouldn't be uh, pushing them to use it. So and we're looking to shear the sheep, not skin it. I want it. So that will be another December vault. Um, if I knew what that was, probably. It's why we don't. Point want of to... the horizon. That hole, the December vault. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure the power core is not that strong. We've blown it up a few times. Regardless, we don't want them to take the nuclear option. If we can salvage everything, whole piece, it would be nice, rather than picking up scraps, as we have been from the various other enclaves. So you want to get an elf and use it to distract Strahd? No, not Strahd. Not just an elf. <laughs> I think that's a different monster. The perfect elf. The perfect... He just kind of waves his hand a bit. Girlfriend for him. That will distract him. He'll stay out of her hair. He'll be busy doing... He just kind of trails off. And also she's full of poison. I mean, not now. Oh, the sea a vampire? Will you try to drink of her? What? He's a death knight, isn't he? Uh, yeah, that uh, Ace Research, you know, <laughs> takes up some notes. Nine hit die undead, empowered by a divinity, largely immune to spells. 10% chance a spell will be reflected right back at you on a ricochet. Hmm. Oh, we have that in common. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're stronger. You're the thing that would make Death Knights. He's just a Death Knight. Yeah, that is true. I'm I'm saying he would be very easy to destroy on his own, but... Well, he's been... He's he's a leader of Nocturnus, and they uh, they steep their power in the uh, in the power core. Hmm. So he's probably been advanced several levels. Yes, that does sound about right. So in general, I'm saying a straight-up fight may not be the best for what we're going for here. Treasure... Weaponry, good. Plus his exes yeah. will be there. I mean, I'm a pirate, not a soldier. Straight fight isn't my forte either. His exes? We can just keep he that as a, a backup coven option. of ex-wives. The Banshees. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. They will yell at you till you die. Hmm. This creepy little... If you can raise someone's nest, it's much more efficient than taking them on. Every predator knows that. I can render most of their defensive undead useless. Render them to our cause. In my presence, they will never stand against us. I mean, we talk about fighting mooks, that won't be a problem. We'll go about the sinkhole of evil. <laughs> there's like a couple of goblins walking on top of it, and they all, they all like, they're in a trance, and they're all red-veined and stuff. Oh, you should deal with those very quickly. That's quite the infection. So where do we get this perfect elf girlfriend? Hmm. God of Fertility, Goddess of Dance, me, and a Birdman. <laughs> I believe we have each have something that could easily contribute to creating the perfect distraction. Additionally, we have those souls from here, those ones that were contained in those crystals, so we do have those on hand. They were stored uh, like up to an unplink. Stacks. Mm -hmm. Stacks. Cortical stacks. That, yeah. So we create a soulless body and plug that right in, program it to be what we need. Hmm. I have many etiquette programs from our time in the future. And teach it uh, natural lore. I think there is. Oh, here we go. Just flips with his phone a little bit, goes through one of. Excuse me. Grabs like a, grabs like a, a just don't a open the spine manual. all the way. Don't open the spine all the way. Ah, here we go. Pulls out like the winged elf archetype. Now I can actually help. <laughs> now I was actually looking at the the monster manual list. There actually is elf winged. 
Elf, Underdark, Elf, Forest, Elf, Deep Forest. <laughs> and when she is done here, she would make an excellent spy for other civilizations we must fight. If, if she proves useful here, at least. And doesn't die along the way. If she drinks from the cup, she'd also be absurdly, uh, she'd be very difficult to kill. Hmm. Does this sound like a potential plan? I like it. Yeah, let's do it. I just want to bring up a question real quick on the Council of Divinities. What are you going to do if you weaken Nocturnus enough that the Star Vampires overrun it? Star Vampires? The, the army. Is that what they're fighting? Yeah. You know, we had a few Acerans there until they uh, had their brains sucked out by the Star Vampires. Tell me about these Star Vampires. Um, okay. You know how there's an edge of the world and you can go off of it? Mm-hmm. Go far enough away, you'll find um, you'll find lights in the sky that don't give off heat or warmth. They're cold stars, and there are worlds around it that have never seen sunlight, and they have these deep underground pools full of slime, and these things are born from it. They're, they're, they're like um, weird critters, and they're clever, evil, they eat brains, and they're, they're mentally powerful, and they'll, they'll, they'll use their plan to create ships to push themselves off their world and sail in between the worlds. And they'll touch down on the world, declare that it's useful to them and full of resources. They'll infiltrate it, they'll take over the large parts of the government, and then once they've fully taken over, the rest of the fleet will come, strip the planet bare, and move on. If Nocturnus is capable of repelling them, then we, with Nocturnus's plunder, would be more than capable of repelling them as well. If Nocturnus isn't, then we would just be robbing them of their prize. It's just... You might weaken them enough that they get destroyed, and then that was what you'd, uh, you seem to not have wanted. Yeah. Not entirely. We wish to poach their worship with their followers. I think it's a takeover situation, not just looting. With a little murder in, along the way, I'm sure. Hostile takeover. We could also potentially raid the... Uh, do they attack constantly, or is there some sort of... Basically. I don't have eyes on the ground. I do. Ah. I may also know some people from there. From again, you know, future people. So if I have contacts, they're still old friends. So strong are the star vampires. What are the star blocks, Acerin? Uh, I actually don't have them. They're not in any of my license books. Oh. Mind flares are not allowed to be in third-party D&D material, so he doesn't have access to them. It's true. Mind flares and beholders aren't allowed to be in books that aren't D&D books. Hmm. They're just they're just part of the the D&D license, so Pathfinder shit can't use them. I mean, I guess it's just copyrighted and so on. Maybe they weren't in the official plastic figures that Gygax cut out of his cereal box to make the first monsters. So it's just like I don't know. Well, does the Acer have the official materials? <laughs> I don't want to spend money on non-third-party materials. Well, <laughs> there's Ionisys. There's easy ways around that. Well, not easy, but there are ways around that. Before the whole cataclysm, I sent Yan to infiltrate the courts of Nocturnus. It would be good if we could extract him while we're doing this. Hmm. Do you think he could take his leave on his own, or would this require a rescue mission? I could reach out to him through prayer, see what's going on. I also sent the uh, 
Furious Kitten and Rufio to join up with the magical girls who are fighting Nocturnus. I see. So when we go down there, when we find the kitten, we should also find the girls. And that might be another weapon in our arsenal. Quite possibly. Though, as they are under the guidance of an angel, I would suggest keeping a light touch, as angels are notoriously dangerous in their ability to undermine other divinities. I'm known for keeping a soft hand on the till. A rarity. So I guess we'll just be waiting on uh, your your guys on the inside. Who yeah. did you have on the inside again? Yeah. I was asking who did you have on the inside again? Yan? Yan! I yeah. thought I said yeah. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Who's on first? Yeah! Yan yes. is on the inside and Rufio's on the outside. Alright. So update from Yan? Yeah. Okay. The uh, all right. So the siege is not going super great. The Gand actually really fucked up both their forces, um, but the Star Vampire forces are able to replenish quicker because they're bringing in resources from outside, whereas Nocturnus is in siege mode and they've already unloaded most of their material. Um, plus, the Star Vampire faction pulled back when the Gand showed up and let Nocturnus deal with most of it, and it did not go well for them. Uh, so the siege isn't going super hot for Nocturnus right now. Uh, anything specific you want to know? Um, no, I, I guess like the military lay down, but he just gave that to me. Um, I want to know, is there any internal tension within Nocturnus? Since things are not going well, are people at each other's throats? Yeah, the different guild, the different uh, cultural leaders, uh, so-and-so guild masters, are kind of uh, spiraling. Several have already been killed. Like they, they, they got caught in the conflict and got wiped out, and their guilds are disintegrating and being absorbed. Looks like there's some in-political fighting happening that's that's pulling away their effectiveness. Uh, if he needed to leave now, could he do that? And just become a flock of butterflies and flutter away? Okay, he should do that. All right, he leaves. Okay. He bails. I'll relay that information. Shall we adjourn until he arrives? Our, it does seem as though our entire project depends on his presence and uh, the information he may provide. I mean, he just provided to mm, yeah. him. Uh, mm -hmm. The, 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 the uh, short notes, at least. I, mean, uh, I don't think we need to wait for him. Yeah, I don't know. He might just die if we bring him along. All right then, how shall we start this? Well, what forces do we want to bring? Do we want to bring an army or just us? Well, I will certainly bring uh, a few uh, missionaries, but uh, if you want the full force, I can I can start to rally them. If we expect a big fight, then I guess we'll bring an army. But I, I, I asked the question, do we want to consider raiding? Or would this be time to go for the throat? They're surrounded by all sides. I think if we see an opportunity, we take it. Raiding means they'll be prepared for it the next time. They'll know it was us, which could lead to all kinds of trouble. If we want to do this, we should do it all in one fell swoop, or leave them so crippled they can't retaliate. Then I suppose we must we should bring the bring our forces. How do you repel the star vampires? See if they come up. 
Well, time to build some big shit to transport all of them. Alright, you want to take a little break then? And we're back. So, what do you guys have prepped? Well, we're making the female distraction. We have our armies prepped. And we're going in with them. So you have a bunch of helicopters and Chinooks full of Spartan soldiers, like this is Age Vampires? Yep. Alright, what kind of forces are you bringing, Mattiel? Just me. Not the Furious Kitten, not anything. The Furious Kitten and the Pirates are already down there. They're oh, helping, right. they're helping yeah. the Magical Girls, so they should be raiding Nocturnus already. <coughs> Perfect. I'm bringing my broodlings and my younglings and another stack of younglings. I guess a mix of the flying contraption will be good enough to take us there. You're bringing like a couple crates full of goblins? Sure. Let's toss those in. <coughs> Little gremlins and engines. Let's just put them in a crate, put it in a box, a glass box, and then just put it in the back of the ship. Uh, I am bringing, of course, as many uh, initiated initiated uh, Eagle Scouts as I can, led by a drill sergeant who sounds remarkably like Brian Blessed. Flash alive! Dive! The entire speech about how when he uh, met the female, from, the one from Flash Gordon, he put his hand directly up her ass. If you look it up, it's it's fucking crazy. He gives an interview in a full suit and everything about it. It's Jeez. it's obscene. Prime Blessed is a he's a bit of a horn dog. That's some hashtag right there. Yeah. Uh. All right. So and Vampire King. I'm just bringing like half a dozen of my Mothers of Mercy in their casket armor. There you go. So vampires in power suits with yeah. like little red and white on them. Yeah, they look like a uh, medics. So yeah. you know. Don't shoot power. <laughs> Alright, you take off from your floating city. Yep. This big ship, I'm assuming you put together with yep. engineering artifice, you're all like, boop! Yep. Alright. Uh, you fly across the world. Always keeping an eye on the horizon in case a Skyrim dragon or the Gand <laughs> shows up to fucking shoot you down. The well, Gand is a Yes, the Gand showing up would change our mission parameters in a yeah. Like I'm tempted to make it a, like a percentile roll every time you take to the air, where it's like it's gonna fucking hit and run you, ruin your session. Where you're like, oh, I guess we're not doing this this session. We have to run from the Gand again. Oh no, guys, it's or the Gand. It. Take the ship, ram it into it like Cthulhu. Well, we scatter, and our people just die. The Great Noble Deed is much cooler than Cthulhu in that a steamship can't put it out for a night night now. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, Cthulhu is so cool and interesting. Hot topic. Tattoos. Statues everywhere. It's like, he got punked by a tugboat. Toot, toot. Toot, toot. <laughs> and then he went for a goddamn uh, wine nap in the middle of the day. Right. I mean, it's a big and bloated and just like, you know, pop like a balloon. Yeah, like, Cthulhu's not that. He's not even a god. He's just some dude's priest. He's basically a cheerleader. <laughs> Alright, so you take off, I don't know, what, uh, one in ten chance the Gan shows up and ruins the session? You think that's fair for an ongoing threat? <laughs> that sounds unfun for a tabletop game. That's fair, that's fair. But if it was, you'd be fine. Yay. <laughs> but if it was. Alright, uh, time goes by. You see the world and the destruction, the explosions, the smell of sulfur, there's no sky. Because the, the sky is, is gone. 
that happened. Wow, we really have to do something about this. Volcanoes are constantly yeah, going off. There are large skeletons of like giants and stuff just like caked into the sides of mountains covered in like pyroclastic stone. You know, things what? that happen to a setting when you play in it for 12 sessions. <laughs> huh. Put those hips of shards in them. I'm kind of surprised you haven't done you you haven't done anything with the giant skeleton bones. I guess you could, but it's not really your style, is it? I have a lot of projects on the go. I'm fucking busy. Alright, and yeah, eventually there's there's like a smaller mountain range that's on the other side of like a kind of river crescent lake thing. And uh, there is the area that Nocturnus landed in. It's doing better than most of the world, but the, the edges of it near the edge of the world are freezing over and, and going subarctic. As you remember from being here, there's the main Nocturnus city and the satellite cities. Most of them are on fire and are sacked. Like, this is season one and two of Castlevania. <laughs> there's, like, smoke rising from them and the low screams of people. Because Nocturnus managed to pump those population numbers way high before the world ended. Uh, and just the, the, the ground is fuzzy, like it's covered in ants. Because there's, there's undead all over this part of the continent. Lots of them. Nocturnus released all their storehouses. There's an imposing faction that showed up. Big goddamn nightmare. People being turned by all the dark energon being used. And yeah, on the horizon, like where you're heading to Nocturnus, you can see like it's it's a tiered arcology city made out of towers, like skyscrapers, wizard towers. And at the center, there's a large, throbbing, dark purple energy tear that fires up into the sky, like any mid 2000s Marvel movie uh, climax. So, um, so what? Um, quick question. <coughs> what about the elf? Oh, so we'll put it in the dumb. trunk, it's fine. Okay. There's a giant <laughs> egg there. With all of our powers combined. We'll let her out once we're sure she won't be eaten by zombies on the way there. That would be very unfortunate. <laughs> Alright, you're here. Um... So, are those just all Nocturnian zombies? Are there some weirder zombies out there? There's... So, there are your standard, I'm a zombie, and skeletons, like stuff you see in fantasy, where they've been stripped down to, like, till fields, guard tombs, uh, you know, be guards, be construction units, basically. Yep. And uh, they're swarming out, and they're, uh, you know, intermittently fighting things, being torn apart by uh, faster, thinner, grosser zombies. Uh, these are more like <coughs> land of the, what was it, Night of the Living Dead zombies, where they, they still have fluids and liquids in them, and they run, and they're intelligent, and there's lights behind their eyes, where they're, like, moving and grabbing other zombies and ripping them apart. And uh, they are actively peeling open undead skulls to eat their brains. There's also giant holes in the back of their head, where empty cavities are, and slime kind of oozes out of it. Not human slime, just slime. Yummy, yummy slime. Yeah. <laughs> Do we see the kitten anywhere? Uh, so you had the Furious Kitten raiding Nocturnus, right? Yeah. It, wouldn't be in the, it probably wouldn't be in the sky. Okay. So you could probably detect where it is because you have a series of tools and magics and stuff. Um, there is a false cave that's set up around it. Like, they have enchanted sheets and uh, sails that they put around it that, when they're around it, it's like a rock outcropping. And they just, they just landed it there and have put it in a raised area where zombies can't get to it. Should we rejoin with the rest of the crew? Maybe get a situation report? Mm -hmm. A wise idea. Okay, we'll head over to the kitten. Okay, 
Uh, the kit looks like it's seen better days. It has scorch marks on it. There's damage. It looks like it was. It didn't do well in the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still flying, and the crew's there, and they all cheer and dance, and everyone's having a great time now that God's here. And right. and plus two, and plus threes. <laughs> I say hi to all the birds. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of birds. Not not the same birds from before, but birds. Out in the battlefield, there's like large insects and stuff crawling around, smashing through, gathering survivors up into a basket on its back. Jeez. Well, it's good to see you all uh, still intact and alive. Yeah, they all salute and stuff. Um, Rufio here? Yeah, yeah. Rufio, like, like, Rufio, Rufio. <laughs> and he, like, you know, cuts a weight line and pulls up on a bit of the, the, the ship, like, like an elevator, and then, like, swings in front of you guys. Much more Does the pose, hands on, on waist. He looks a little more battle-hardened than last time you saw him. <laughs> he's wearing different armors and has like tattoos on and stuff, and looks like he's 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 been out here leveling. I'm yeah, grizzled. <laughs> he's not grizzled. He's just adventurous. So, uh, what's the situation? Oh, it's it's um, a bit of a bloodbath out there. Well, not a lot of blood to be shed, but it's bad. Uh, Nocturnus is under siege. Uh, I think it's gonna fall soon. Like days, hours. He's thinking like he's, he's, he's thinking the span that the stuff usually takes a couple of years, which is bad for a siege. Right. <laughs> Less if they keep introducing new things. But the, it might be over soon. Nocturnus might just survive. Why do you say that? Those heroes I was with, they uh, they snuck into the Star Vampire's uh, floating command place. And uh, they're, they're getting ready to face down the leader in his uh, shadow world. So they're fighting for Nocturnus. They're fighting against Tyrion. Good. Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's the better choice of the two. Well, that's good to hear. Um, we're going to be launching a bit of a campaign of our own shortly. Um, I'm hoping you'll fly with us. Of course. Well, yeah. All right, gear up. Everyone starts gearing up. What's the plan now, Warky? Well, we're going to walk her to the front doors and get her in. Points to the capsule he's been dragging along in, like, a wagon. <laughs> oh, also, I suppose I can just do this now. Just walks to the front of the cave and kind of holds his arms out to the swarms of undead everywhere that I guess there are. Mm-hmm. And just makes them part. Yeah. You have a clear line to Nocturnus. Mm-hmm. There we Some go. of the things don't part because they're not all dead. Oh, what's what's alive in here? Smiles. The big uh, people-stealing insects. Uh, let me tell you what's alive here. Uh, the people-stealing insects, the spider monsters that ride on their backs and help them collect people and order them like taskmasters. Uh, some of the zombies are alive. They've just been debrained. Uh, actually, oh, most of the zombies are alive. They've just been debrained. Illness, are they right. lesser foes? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Then I will dance and convince them to park. I know, they'll love park, too. Uh, there's also the, 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 the true star vampires, the Shuggaths. They are also kind of meandering around the field, absorbing people into their mouth mass. Oh, we should shoot them, probably. I mean, I'm not too. I mean... I'm ambivalent about Nocturnus, but I'd rather them than all this. He just kind of points towards the star vampires. 
Alright, so I could put my men on rescue duty until we're ready to uh, full attack. They can become invisible. I mean, there's no rescuing those. They have no brains. No, I mean, the, I, there are humans who are being victims, I'm assuming. Who are being... Yeah, actual, actual people. They're being put into little wicker baskets to be brought back to the harvest areas. Well, yes, we should probably save them first, actually. All of them? You're just going to hang out here in the battlefield and save everyone? Well, I, I think he said he was going to send them to no, save. Yeah, well, we're doing our yeah, thing. like while they're doing the thing, the forces of my my invisible martial arts ninja guys are going to fly and occasionally grab baskets and try and get some survivors. We can get some extra intelligence and we can save people. Yeah, definitely. All right, that'll be happening. All right, all these undead are also under my control, so I'm going to have them swarm the enemy and like you know save the people from the baskets and tear apart the kidnappers. Sure. You set the Nocturn- you set the Nocturnus Undead versus the Star Vampires. A little more organized than they would be otherwise, I think. But. There you <laughs> go. Alright. Straight path to Nocturnus. You guys walk, take the skies. I think it's dramatic if we walk. Yeah. Are they gonna start shooting the moment they see you? Is that how much they dislike you? Um, I mean I could turn into a bird, but I I, I don't know. Well really. I, I mean it's like the Lord has a hit out on him, and he wants to challenge him to combat. But I don't think they distribute a flyer to every rank-and-file soldier with his picture on it. I mean, are you... Yeah, I think, I'm, I'm I willing think to risk his life on it. That's fair. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> I think, uh, according to what the uh, historical documents you've been showing in your cities, we have to walk in a straight line. I think you also underestimate how petty you can be. We came from an age of immense pettiness. Well, maybe Lothar should hang back. It depends on how you want to do this. I am just along for the ride. Are we negotiating, or issuing an ultimatum? Do? You want to take the lead on this, or should definitely shouldn't be me. Sure. Should we even have the elf person walk with us, or now that we've cleared a path, should we just let them walk in? I was going to have her as a diplomat of our of our pantheon. Okay, let's do that then. It, may, it would give her easier access than some strange wave walking in from the Horde of Undead. <clears throat> sure, let's do it. So I guess we walk up and knock. Alright, you walk <laughs> up to uh, the, the embattled fortress of Nocturnus. So it has large walls that have like energy rays up and like scanners. Uh, there are crystalline wizard towers that hover above that like I off Sauron style, like scan for opposition and, and, and you know throw them back. So there, there's a clear kill zone around the, the city that isn't being attacked by any forces because it's a little suicidal until they can wear it down. Uh, and as you're walking, like some goblins just run directly into the field one after another, vaporizing themselves. Just one after another, like 15 in a row. Yeah. Always satisfying. Uh, and yeah, you just you send her out to go walk? No, we walk up. Okay. Is she yeah. with you? Yeah, she's in the middle, I guess. Yeah, she's the rep. Mm -hmm. yeah. Alright. Uh, so yeah, the wall is entrenched in the ground. Most of the city actually hovers, and like the walls are kind of just the access way to the, the area the city can kind of spires around. And uh, yeah, the entire wall you're looking at is a large fossil-like door that spans around the entire wall. So it looks like there are bones and interlocking machinery and, and osis, you know, coral and bone-like material all around. Like, they took a great, long, serpenty, cryptid monster and fossilized it in a wall and mechanized it. Hmm. So it moves around and clicks. There are many, eye there are many like, burnt-out, like, uh, mummified eyes on it that look around and stuff. And you get the wall's attention. 
<laughs> Command the wheel. We just open the doors. Is that an attack? I could open the doors. But that I think they might take that as aggression. You could just go over it. Do they have like s- things you can talk to, like an intercom? There's the, the, the wall. The wall isn't alive. Oh, right, yeah. Sapiens. I turned the wall into a Yeah, there's a difference between a sapien that alive. I thought it was like a guardian thing. It is. I'll it's use, dead. I'll not use not. voice of the wind so oh. that everyone can hear me. Alright. Uh, I'll say, uh, greetings. Uh, it looks like things have gone better for you. <laughs> we come from the north. We heard of your plight, and we thought we might offer a truce. The door kind of like all its eyes look at you, and you can see you can kind of see like there's people in battlements in the city looking and stuff, and they kind of they're they're watching, but some kind of scatter away and send runners. Are you visible with the crowd? Like, did you are you there as a person? Oh yeah, I'm there. there. I'm not being invisible. Apparently, this is a this is a thing. All right, some of the guys look at you, and like little red laser beams kind of all are on you, like guardians from Breath of the Wild making clicking noises. We don't request the the entrance of our of ourselves, this great pantheon, but we do request the entry for our diplomat, our ambassador from, our ambassador to the great city of Nocturnus. What are we called? The Collective? The Free Energy Nocturnus. Yeah. What do we name the person, the elf? (laughs) I don't call her fucking... Acerus. (laughs) (laughs) Sothie. Sophie, Sophie's choice. Fucking Trojan. And Helen. What's your goddamn name? Soth's wife. What's her bang? What's your bang? Her name's her name's Corin. So Karen or whatever. Yeah, this is Karen. <laughs> Our elven ambassador. Karen, the one true elf. So, all right, the walls kind of look at you, look at you guys. They all kind of look around, spin inside their sockets with their mummified, dusty orbs, and uh, eventually the the laser gate starts to power down, and like hands inside pull open, and uh, one arm kind of reaches out for one of the plates and hooks onto it, making a bridge for Karen to walk up. All right, Karen, showtime. You got it. I guess we should specify what we did with this person, it's like because we kind of. Glossed over sure. that. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So she kind of has like all the perfect grace and whatnot, like contributed from all four of the pantheon that are here right now. Like she's a graceful dancer. She's voice of the magpie for a perfect singing for oh, singing yeah. voice. Perfect, yeah. Fertility and... to make her super whatever. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> she's perfect. To ruin it. Every way that matters. And uh, but I is think this parks and recreation. If nobody had any issue, then we spent enough time to get her uh, converted and stuck in my religion because it literally just gives her five more hit dice and it makes her an assassin. Yeah, I think she was more kind of like she's representing all of us. Yeah, it's she's best that she's not, you know, biased towards one of us. Fair enough. Especially towards you because yeah. they hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, for the Marquis, she kind of has necromantic powers and also has a whole bunch of etiquette. She has lordly her. stuff in her. Yeah, she, you're a super lord. lordly. And yeah, I think she music wins long. Yeah. Has like a ram horn crown, like you know, a feathery, you know, coat stuff like that. She looks nice. Yeah, we'll probably, and we'll actually give her the wings too because that's a yeah. So she's here to. 
Yeah, pathways. Uh, I suppose our mission here is to you know act as our ambassador, but also to try and seduce Lord Soft. Try. Yeah. Sander here is a weapon to seduce Lord Soft to deprotagonize him. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. She enters the city, and like the drawbridge goes away, and the city locks up. And then eventually, no. then eventually, someone kind of kind of walks down, like. It's a, it's like a skeleton. He's like in World War One trench warfare gear. He has a rifle that glows with purple energy that he like cocks and stuff. You know, it has like a little power core in it. He's just like a little skeleton guy. It looks like he might have been twenty when he died. <laughs> um, hello, you're the oh, the, the Marquise. Right, 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 right. Um, how are you? We we hung out once. Hmm. We did. Yes. How have you been? How has Nocturnus been? It's been so long since I've you know, been in the shadow of its walls. Could be better. Uh, a lot of the cattle died, and a lot of the humans died. Hmm. And a lot of the people died. Hmm. A lot of undead around. A lot of hungry vampires. Though I know there is some antagonism between certain important people amongst Nocturnus and our own pantheon. I do hope that we may be able to come to an understanding that will allow us to. Yeah. Uh, he, like, takes out a little, like, like signed parchment thing. Like, it was, like, it's been done with, like, a, like a plume feather pen, and it's been wax-sealed, and, like, it's on vellum. Oh. He's like, I'm supposed to deliver this to the Birdman. Hmm. All right. Yeah, no, no, I, I think I think you can resolve it amicably, you know. It's just how it goes and stuff. Yeah, you gonna read that bird man? Where it kind of moves a can few meters. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Yeah, first I'll just read it. Okay, first uh, make a uh, make, make a spirit save. <laughs> there we go. T twenty would be nice. <laughs> yeah, did you come prepared, man? Oh, sorry. Uh seventeen, yes. Okay. Power word kill. Which Lord Soft has. Yeah. But the loot actually gets a signet. It goes like, woomph. Like, no one dies. Like, it spreads out looking for the nearest target to kill, but it, it runs out because there's no one around to kill. Hmm. Anyway, and the note says that you've been challenged to mortal combat, and if you have an ounce of honor and dignity and grandiosity and respect in your divine shell, you will meet Lord Soft on the honorable grounds of battle. Uh, hence a fortnight to prepare for celebrations and uh, pomp and ceremony and honor vow taking. He's so dramatic, says the Marquis. <laughs> oh my fucking Christ, Kevin. Last goddamn session. So. If you were any more extra, we'd have to pay for you <laughs> to be included in the box set. Jesus. Oh, well, there you get the view and I just basically look at it, just sort of crumple it up and throw it over my shoulder. The Marquis just keeps away from that paper. <laughs> also, you may want to wash your hands very quickly after. Oh, yes. Anthrax or pee. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> so how long do we uh, give this? Oh, what I know of Lord Soth, maybe half a day. He's like he's like poking at the letter with the butt of his gun or with the, the barrel. He's like, so we're gonna you know Fortnite, we entertain you as hosts, duel of the death. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Duel of fates. Certainly. Hey. You succeeded. Alright. Let me just uh you know, like claps at the gate. Waits a couple 
minutes, and then the gate like starts to open for him. Yeah, I just, I just, you know, take it. Gate, you know, it's got a whole thing on going on about it. All right, let's go. Woo! Well, the ambassador may approve pointless, but well, well no, the ambassador's meeting show. with the Council of Entities to like. Oh, that was more to like everyone else, not oh. to, to skeleton guy. Oh, okay. I wouldn't announce that she was useless in front of him because then it seems like <laughs> it's a blatant ploy, which it already probably which it is. is. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine that anyone who like is close to Lord Soth just sees her coming. They're like, "Oh, oh, we're doing this. <laughs> oh, we're doing this. Oh, they're rolling initiative. What was her name? Karen. God damn it! You didn't even read the wiki article. <laughs> Did you link it, Devon? No. Okay, I didn't link it. Alright, you walk into Nocturnus, the undead city of night. Before Kevin's city of night existed. Oh, it stole its name. Why My city's we, better. Why are we going into, into Nocturnus? Oh, I don't know. Why are don't we going into I, I see no reason to. But I mean, you have to go in to get this stuff out, right? <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, why aren't we? Maybe this Plus, the element of surprise was taken away anyway, so... It's not like doors can't be open from both sides. Alright, yeah, now turn this. It's all spires and floating towers and plank and plankways everywhere, and it creates a miasma field to keep the sun out. Not that it would have been a problem since somebody blotted out the sun forever. Yeah. Uh, you know, you see people, normal living people, uh, that look like they've been their lives been extended by magic and they're they're clearly educated. And they don't have to use magic to vanish their poop because there's plumbing here. Um, there's also a lot of undead. Um, I'm not going to say more than your city because uh, your, your city has a lot of undead in it. It's not that much of a change up in Free Energy Nocturnus. There's a lot of power plants everywhere tapping the uh, negative energy of the place and condensing into, you know, energon cubes. Oh, wait, power is... lines pulsing with purple magic everywhere. And this is a city, right? Like, it yeah. has enough people to be a city? Oh, city powers activate. Oh no. no <laughs> I'm gonna subtly case the joint as we walk through. Uh, this place is a fortress. Super defended and looks like it's been hardened by all their free energy and quick advances up the tech tree. I'm gonna try and figure out where they're like stashing the goods. Uh yeah, it's pretty easy. Like you can see where the power the, the Mako plants are. They're mm -hmm. you know drying the life essence and the death essence out of the area. There's like the central dark evil power core where the Council of Entities you know hangs out around. Um, and yeah, there, there's like wizard towers full of like vaults of like art and stuff. Now, Turnus exports food and energy and tech, and they ravenously at a bigger scale import culture because their undead citizens need culture to consume. They don't sleep, they don't rest, they don't get tired, so they do nothing but binge watch. Oh, yeah. So, now Turnus needs to constantly import entertainment because there's only so many times you can watch Grey's Anatomy on loop. Oh, they must be fucked right now, then, because there's nothing. Like, aside from what's produced in my city, there's, like, not much in the way of... Oh, and, uh, I guess... Whatever. Dare show. Yeah. yeah, like, they're, they're, they're doing culture rating, and, like, they're having the people here tell them their stories, and they're, they're, they're doing spinoffs and stuff. A lot of that ground to a halt in the apocalypse happened. Hmm. But the trade-off of that is, is it gave them something to do, because the world was ending. <laughs> And their city is completely surrounded by watch, star vampires. Yeah. Just watch this shit show happen live. Yeah, you know, it's entertaining, but it's not, not what they're used to. They're used to constant drip feeds of culture. Mm. You're not getting it. It's pissing them off. 
better than you know going extinct at the end of the world. Though, so what else? And now the goblin show. Yeah, the idea was that they would just colonize back here and like set up a bunch of cultures and like they'd be the masters of the world and like people would just spread out everywhere and create culture for them forever. Ha ha ha! Isn't that cute? Uh, dark vampire nightmare city, entertaining them forever. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of that. So they have a lot of caches of you know riches because they have the the undead nobility citizenry class likes to you know indulge in it, indulge in it for emotions and passion. Matthew just goes around starts stealing everything. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff in my tunic. Anathema. Anathema. Welcome down to the Ooh, culture. I'm trying to remember what Free Energy Octronus's shtick was after that. They were they were governed in a certain way. I think it was energy credits. They were a post scarcity society, I remember. Because they didn't really have scarcity. Pretty easy when everyone's kind of undead. Yeah. Thus doesn't leave waste. Yeah, 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 here it is. They're a near post-scarcity society with a universal standard of living. No one is in poverty in Nocturnus. And automation has taken over everything because they have necromancy. Automation would be a necromancy. So, no one has jobs that... No, no one has jobs. The living only have to eat food and produce culture. The dead just have to keep the automation going and keep the living breeding and, you know, thriving. They have, like easy access to everything. Whatever you want, they can produce it here. They have crafters who've been crafters for 37 generations. You know, they, they're good. Okay, so we tour the city and head back to our area where we can't be, we're not, where ever, literally everything we say won't be. Well, the, 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 you don't really get tours as much as they bring you to, like, the, the guest area. Like, they give you a guest tower. They're like, stay here, and in a fortnight, we're gonna celebrate and stuff, and bring you out, and talk. And then... Lord Soth is going to kill the Birdman in Mortal Kombat in front of everyone. Over there, those parade grounds were setting up. Very exciting. We'll be sure to film the whole thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Perfect. So that's, that's where they want you to be. Just, you know, hang out for the next, like, seven days? Eight days? Do you know what Fortnite is, Devin? Again, Catholic school. I don't know most things. It's a game, Devin. Just kidding. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There you go, you motherfuckers. <laughs> so, yeah, like the moment we're alone, I can just use engineering stuff yeah. to make sure we're not being listened in on. All right. So, I mean, if you really wanted me to fight that guy, I would, but I'm not really, an, honestly, an honor sort of person. I kind of assumed you wanted to fight him because you didn't turn into a bird or anything that would disguise your nature. Well, I was sort of thinking we were going to destroy, we were going to attack the city anyway. Um... Uh, I mean, if we were going to do that, we wouldn't have done the whole Elvin Mayo. Okay. Either I way, I wasn't sure how that was going to work, but you don't see the Elvin Mayo. She wants to speak to the council entities on your behalf. Yeah. Either way, it's not as though we abandoned all our, our all our soldiers that are outside in a cave, and if we need to invite them in, we can do so. It'll be very very simple. Um, after looking at this city, I have. Uh, come to the conclusion that, uh, from my perspective, that uh, the entire city needs to be raised. You would think that, yes. A place where no one is ever in pain or starving, definitely want to get rid of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have no need for me, then. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's not really a very effective survival strategy. You take so. something away from the man. You take something away from the man. Now push that cart, Grandma. That reference, by the way, listeners, is to Star Trek Insurrection. 
one of the awful TNG movies where these fucking space hippies that have the benefits of like vaccines and better standards of living and healthcare believe that automation is bad because it takes something away from the man. And because this is like a 2000s, early 90s, like preaching pitch by people who've never worked a day in their lives, <laughs> Hollywood exec style, uh, that thing that gets taken away from the man is not dying at 18 from your bones collapsing from working your whole life. Not dying of rickets or fucking polio. Of course, they're magical space elves who don't age, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, they know how to fix Data's positronic brain, even though they have hundreds of years of the date because they kept up with all their advanced technology and kept their tools around. But they didn't, but you know, they, they don't use it because it takes them away from the man. You pieces of shit. Fuck you, Rick Berman. <laughs> well, I think you can take him out. And if you take him out, it destabilizes their entire society. Plus, your fight could be a huge distraction that we could use for our attack. Do you, do you think Lord Soth commands this entire city? There's a council. I think he'll just make a power imbalance. Oh, I'm certain, but you must understand, we have been around for a long, long time. These are undead. They've been around forever. Power imbalances happen all the time. People die, people come in, a new Banshee Queen will arise, and it'll go on like that forever. Well, maybe I just wanted to see the fight, Marquis. Oh, yes, I'm all for that. <laughs> By all means, we should watch that. It'll be fun. All right, so you're not gonna, you know, you're gonna do the fight. Yeah. Additionally, Apparently. additionally, if you beat him in one-on-one -on -one combat, what are they gonna do? Like, you beat him in honorable combat in a duel that he challenged you to. I mean, I think he's the only one that has beat for you, right? So I don't recall pissing off any other Nocta, a member of Noctis. Nocturnus. Nocturnus. Is there any? Other I will run if it looks edge? like I have no chance. Well, that could put you all in a terrible situation. I mean, we've already given Lord Sothi grand uh, distraction provided she works out and again honorable combat if you defeat him in one-on-one and everyone thinks it's oh, yeah. legit then they're not going to do anything about it. they're not going to assassinate you or rush us in the stands well what would they do you fucking use the word of city and be like everyone does yeah you're saying okay. uh, i was just asking if there's any other way we can give him an edge other than being a fifth level combat god down, spec for combat? Yeah. Um, can't think of anything. <clears throat> but should we use the fight as an opportunity to make our move? Honestly, if we defeat Lord, if he defeats Lord Soth in single combat, that is going to be a huge move. We may not even need to hostilely take this place over. We can win over followers, worshippers, undermine the entire city. For a vampire, you're not very bloodthirsty. <laughs> I've had many, many centuries to get over that. For now, until I get bored of it again. Mark, he drinks blood in a different <laughs> way. He doesn't drink your blood. He gives you a city where your needs are all met and catered to, and the city drains the life out of you as you spend day by day pointlessly doing nothing of anything productive forever until they kind of just fade away. What a cool person. A different type of vampire. Modern solute problems require modern <laughs> solutions. <laughs> For a gold person, you know, they can smash. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys just spend two weeks screwing around here? I guess. All right. I mean, I'll try and take, occasionally do some minor, like, sensible things, like look into what, like, Soth's history of, like, combat and stuff like that, but I don't... Undefeated. <laughs> okay, or, like, knowing the kind of nonsense that he can throw, but I don't uh, know if there's any kind yeah, of... Yeah, no, definitely. There's <laughs> fucking entire 25-episode animes about him. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
and remakes and OVAs and mangas and teleplays and visual novels and uh, DVDs and live action remakes. A lot of content about Saw. So watch. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Watch some Saw. Why is he represented by a schoolgirl in this one? It's an alt universe. It's an alt universe. You get used to them. Don't think about it. Hmm. We brought an ace ring. Wait, you haven't seen the body <laughs> pillow? No, I haven't. I'm I'm the attaché to the to, to the nocturnist between the pantheon. They had dropped me off here a while back. Remember? You guys signed off. How did that work out? It's it's fine. It's great. Uh, I got replaced by uh, some, some fucking elven woman. Okay, cool. No, no, no it's fine. <laughs> you're also an elf. Dip different. You know, you're not. You're not. You really shouldn't talk about it. It's not really your place, dude. You're not the same type. It's, it's a culture. Know your place, government. <laughs> you gotta be from the culture to understand. It's very sensitive. <laughs> anyway, Lord Soth has never been beaten in a fight. Lord Soth can take a punch pretty good. Lord Soth, the master of sword combat. Lord Soth can set people on fire with his mind. Lord Soth can kill people with his calligraphy. Lord Soth can kill people with his overbearing voice. Lord Soth has a bunch of ex-wife banshees that sing around him all the time and kill people with songs about how awesome he is. But they're not allowed to be in the fight. They're not in the fight, but they will sing, and it will kill people. So he can dance. Yeah. You can dance if you want to. <laughs> you can leave all these people behind. Uh, Do, you have a friend? Do you have music? No, not yet. I don't have music now. Man. Fuck, fuck music. He's got dance. Dance is like a combat word. Capoeira, man. Uh, capoeira. Uh, Lord Soth uh, can ride an undead dragon into battle. That's his mighty steed. Would uh, you like to ride me as a dragon into battle? <laughs> Lord Soth's touch slays the living. He has a magic sword. Yeah, that's uh, that's unless it's an artifact, that's not really as big of a concern. But very well could be an artifact. He, he's a, he's a dark Buddha of undead knowledge and wisdom of necrotic arts, a Bodhisattva of the unliving. If you don't want to do this, we can just attack the city. Yeah, we just I'm... all attack him at once. <laughs> I mean, if you want, it's, it's up always... to you. I, I, I'm willing to take the Flock's decision in this, in, in this regard. If you, whatever you think is the most effective use of our... The Flock's decision? <laughs> what, like, commit genocide in Season 1 and never gets referenced again? Fuck you, Enterprise and Rick Berman. No, sorry, I never watched Enterprise. Good. I only watched Star Trek. There it is. There it is. Uh... uh... Alright, so, sounds like we're on track for the combat. <laughs> Up there. Um, Apparently, this is a thing. Uh, would I be able to commission a shrine here? Yeah, the architect skill will be like, yeah, we'll build a god shrine here. Dump. Give us money. And you're like, The booms. They're just building it. They're just putting it together. Well, I'm sitting in, guys. All right, you want to fight Lord Soth? Apparently. You're a bad enough dude to fight Lord Soth? Probably not. Will Lord of Nagergard anyway. keep? Let's do it. I'm going to take a pause and write out a stat block real quick. It doesn't take a lot of time. Just add a bunch of 40s here and there. And we'll be good to go. <laughs> All right, we're back, gang. 
And I forgot to mention, because it's been a while since we've done an actual city that could resist you, but this place has Mundus and Empyrean wards, which you all knew about going in. It's all fine. No one's being jumped. It's not a surprise. It's just not to mention it. So Nocturnus, being one of the last huge strongholds of the past society, has an active Empyrean ward of five, which means you have to commit five effort to it to use your effort-based power gifts. And a Mundus ward of ten, which means it's a ten-plus multiplier for Dominion changes. This system is largely what is stopping the supernatural influence of the Star Vampire army from fucking it. I had forgotten these existed. Yeah. They also really have problems if they rely on effort. Hmm? If, if they rely on effort to do their stuff, yeah, they wouldn't be able to do shit in here. So, well, the citizens are fine. They're... Yeah. Oh, but uh, the monsters, yeah. yeah. The invasion is rough. And uh, you know what doesn't stop Imperium Wards? Fucking mountains falling on them. So what we want to do is take control of the Empyrean Ward, attune ourselves to it, detune people we don't want to tune to it, and then take over the city that way. That way it's still defensible. We don't fuck anyone over that we don't want fucked over. So I was reading about that. Attuning is yes forever. It's not like Windows Active Directory where you set it based on exclusions. <laughs> it's, it's, it's permission. Once you give someone permission, you actually can't take it back. Oh wow, that's really brutal for uh, what was that? What was that? Izao. Izao. Where they were like, it, it makes more sense now why they're where like the prince, oh. where people would be super pissed at the prince if they attuned you to the to the to the thing. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, wait, what? Then you can never rescind it, you son of a bitch. And there's that scene from House of Jade Leaves where the father takes off his gold-studded belt because he's the Shogun, and his son like betrayed him, and he beats his son to death with his gold-plated belt like the samurai he is, uh, whipping him until he dies. His son had it hmm. So, if they give you the permission to play a They can't just take it back? Yeah, 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 but you're not going to live, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no way can this ever really presumption of the, from Presumptuous of them. I mean, what does Lord Soft care? Either he wins and the fucking he's rescinded the thing, or he dies, and that's someone else's problem. But I mean, wow. he hasn't met our party. Where everybody can be like, hey, I'll beat you non-violently, and then you live, and then you'll be my guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not used to you guys nagging them, and then making them think they're shit, and then taking away their house, and then making them live on your couch, and then eventually marrying them, and having kids with them. He's not used to that level of evil. He's just like a cartoon blackguard. Should have played the Killer Queen in this game. He's, he's just an off-brand Darth Vader, guys. He's not used to real evil, like how you guys play your characters. As abusive boyfriends. Gaslighting. Yeah, gaslighting um, emotionally abusive boyfriends who are negligent parents and spouses. He's not used to that kind of evil. I was an awesome parent in that game. I got them fucking godhood. Your first son, who was your most successful son, who was the head of your cult, who was well-educated and powerful and god-blooded and all that... When people didn't like that you had stolen their DNA to make him out of five parents of your circle, you picked him up and football punched him off a mountain as an infant. And, like, he grew up fine after that. I got him an exaltation. It's fine. You got him a tutor. And a tutor. <laughs> a lot of tutors. But you threw him off a mountain. I'm mean, just, just imagining, like, the... the like fucking Cronus. The, the, the freaking Evan, uh, uh, the Evan Shadow appearing. Wow, that was dark even for me! He did yeah. say that, and then he married He did me. say that, and in the game, he married the Killer Queen. Like, they got to hell, he was like, I have a special surprise for you, and everyone's ready for the combat, and they go into this dark place, and the box opens up, and it's a wedding ring made out of the solar crown that, uh, 
the, the crown of pearl that they had, yeah that they had merged to her wedding ring and they have a dragon's like marry me and she's like yes it's the perfect relationship I get all the power I, I basically inherit some bit of hell I get to marry someone who has a thousand souls and bodies to pork my way through and he's in jail which means if I don't want to have to deal with my husband I can scream at him walk away from the jail he's in go enjoy my life with other people and my husband's in jail and doesn't have any control over my estate wealth power or children it's literally the perfect marriage. Yeah, we felt bad for the Evan Dragon here. Guys. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a dark wedding. You invited your normal mortal mother to attend, and Moon and the Unconquered Sun showed up because we had a train got married. Like you're gonna show up in hell for that. But... Best part was that ring that the crown was made from oh my God. was something that all of the like the party was fighting over, and my character was like, I, I don't care about the crown. I'm gonna go over here and not talk about it ever, and, and I got sold. it anyway. Someone sold it, and then it turned into a wedding ring. <sighs> Lord Soth isn't used to that concept of evil. He's like a cartoon character. It's like if you went to a G.I. Joe cartoon and shot Destro, Cobra Commander would be like, oh my god, why? Why would you do that? What is humanity rot? That robot chicken one with the sniper. Yeah. Oh my god. Alright. <sighs> well, Alright. Uh, you set up the, set up the uh, take a wish thing. So to make so a wish foundation, a <laughs> fucking little orphan. No, this will be like the, if, if there's I if there's if things look incredibly grim, make it, and I'll make whatever one I'll owe you the wish. The fucking march of dimes. <laughs> Everybody owes a Zazel. <laughs> Man, I'm popular. Just if that happens, just it's a good idea. It's better than me bringing that thing in because. Do you old Mathiel? Do you want to make the wish? Wants to waste their one wish. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just if it goes bad, and then I will give. If that happens, I will give the wish for whatever you want. Sure. All right, you're all brought out. There's like a parade ground. There's a lot of people here. Like fifteen thousand souls are here. They're in stands. They're watching from towers. They're telecasting in. You know, it's like it's like a fight arena. It's like a football stadium that they have like stands around and stuff. Uh, like one of those mega churches that can fit 100,000 people, but they lock out more people. It's one of those. Uh, and like, you know, people are getting the crowd going. They're giving out gifts and, and, and memorabilia. There's Lord Soft and, and Demon Monster action figures. I'm uh, going to have my vampire like squadron uh, going around and kind of passing out like it's not really prop. Well, it is blatantly propaganda, but it's like they're handing they're handing out like media and stuff from the city, yeah. like you know, comic books and stuff that they've written. I imagine, I imagine the blue blood vampires go to a restaurant and like have a nice meal, and then the server's like, "Oh my god, he left a hundred credits as a tip," and it's one of those flyers that says, <laughs> "Come find Jesus." Oh, <laughs> oh. that's that's evil even for me. <laughs> Lord Sol isn't used to this kind of evil. War has been declared. <laughs> I'm gonna go in as Lothar's second. I'm going to advance ahead of him, and I'm going to demand the right to inspect the area and the weapons being used. Go for it. Okay. Lord Soth is like, a wise choice from his bucket helmet. Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll walk around the area and check it, then I'll inspect uh, whatever weapons you're using, and I'll inspect Lord Soth's sword. Excuse me, right Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Wailing Phantasmagoria, his mm -hmm. artifact sword, yeah. uh, is bound to gifts of sword. Okay. So it's a, it's a powerful tool of darkness. The, the blade glows purple like a knockoff lightsaber because he's a knockoff Darth Vader. Um, oh, looks good. Attuned to it. So you can! Brute Soft's attuned to it! 
Like if you if you had sword, they just oh, I wielded this. It's mine now. I did have sword. <laughs> you're gonna, yeah, you can you try that. I think that'd be a contest with Saw. Yeah, I'm not trying to do that. Yeah. but you could. Or when he dies, it's all like oh no. Whoop, sword. What a freedom. I free you, sword, from me, your lord, soft. <laughs> I still think that's a roll-off in some way. Probably. Which which is fine. You just gotta drain his effort down a bit. Perfect. <laughs> Marky's gonna slide in beside uh, Soth while he's preparing. You've gotten bold. Challenging a god. Single combat. That. <laughs> he laughs with a melodramatic deep voice from his bucket helmet. <clears throat> My count, my dear count. We have all slain gods before. Hmm, haven't we? It's not too late, though. I know, Lothar, he will crush you. I wish it wasn't so. I wish you would drop this. Ridiculous rivalry. There's so much that you and the city could provide the world. But is it ridiculous? Is standards and culture and customs and honor Something we must too forsake along with everything else to exist in this new world. And he just kind of gestures with his fireball eyes and his bucket helmet to the stands. And look at the crowd. Have you ever seen anything like it? Not often enough anymore. Enjoy the show. Everyone else will. And really, at the end of the day, Count, it is the show. You put on a good show, then. <laughs> kind of raises his wine glass. Right, you you get his motivation in one thing. It's like, no, this is going to be great. People will love this. Yeah, exactly. He immediately gets that. Yeah. You put on that show, then. You put on the best ammo. Hey, guys, have you ever seen a dead body? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, goblins are super great for necromancers. You just fucking murder them and turn them into zombies. Zombies don't cause problems. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Fucking Actually, that's... solve for X. <laughs> I think he gets rid of their ability to like reproduce in weird ways. Yeah, they don't too. reproduce anymore. They're zombies. That's why he has the living ones to reproduce, and they turn that into zombies in there. That's why you get your first age air aspected mats and put all the goblins inside. Devin, no. <laughs> wood mats, wood aspected mats for fertility. <laughs> no breeding camps. <laughs> it is a basal camp. It's all fine, guys. Right. <laughs> They just have the, the goblin pit where a uh, creation of uh, Matayel has got the the uh, dance gift that you don't have to eat or sleep. They just and you just lock them in there so goblins can goblin out as much as they as much goblin as they want. out. And then when one of them, you just shake it up a bit, and when a couple fall out, you just they just die and you turn them into skeletons. Right. So uh, has everyone Googled what Lord Soth looks like so they know what they're looking at here? I think I linked it in the Discord. You linked it in the Discord. Right. Everyone, everyone has it. Armor, Lord bucket Bucket. helmet, fire eyes. Lord Buckethead. Yeah, bucket helmet is the most important part about Lord Soth. Bucket helmet. Okay, I'm going to pause one more time. I'm going to add his stuff to the battle sheet, and then we're going to begin. I'm going to offload this file, too, because we're at 100 minutes. All right, we're back. So, you are brought out to the battlefield. Lord Soth, you know, emerges to cheers and fanfares and trumpets and a disco EDM remix of whatever his theme is. The, the, the Black Rose crest is everywhere because he's the Knight of the Black Rose. Oh. Uh, his wives are there screaming their death song. Are you mean to death magic? Uh, if it's mortal magic, then if it's fort or what save? It is mortal magic. And is it, uh, what is the target? Uh, what Spirit is the target? or fort? Spirit, yeah. Then yes. You're immune to it? Yes. Good, good, good. We've, we've glossed over that. Uh, yeah, they, they're, they're kind of like 
lot of that. They're, they're tuning that out in the stands. So it doesn't kill everyone. Just everyone. Death magic is doesn't work against the dead, does it? Or does no. It? Oh, it's perfect. Not. I'm totally fine. Yeah, so. No, no, no. You, your heart can't stop from the mournful wails of his unsatisfied ex-wives. <laughs> huh. What beautiful music. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. I'm recording this back home. It's like if you take a picture of the sun and then open it up on your phone and creates sunlight and kills vampires. Yeah, if I was if I was playing, I would just be full of that <laughs> shit all day, every day. The Marquee is live uh, streaming this back to like every single like television screen on every single building. Back you stream it with delay, so in case something goes bad, <laughs> we can cover it up. No, it's funnier this way. <laughs> all right, all right. Do you have, do you do anything to like pump up the crowd? Huh? Before the fight starts, do you do anything to like pump up the crowd? Uh, my. Uh, the birdmen, who are, I'm assuming I've got a couple yeah, with me to, to do that. They, uh... Brian Blessed's there. Yeah, they do, they do a bunch of, like, kata and, like, and basically, uh, that sort of thing. Karate! You know, they show off their black belts. That yeah. awkward final episode of The Office. It's like, oh, probably like... Lothar stands there in b-boy stance, you know, looking, looking imposing and alien. Alright, uh... Like, I guess they had, like, large part of the stance. Wolf is brutally, like, yeah, cheering with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. You can do it, Lothar! Says the Brian Bless Sergeant. <laughs> right? You'll be destroyed! He says to Lord Soth. Not you. Alright, Lord Soth walks in from like the, 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 the sculpted, you know, kind of vine carved into metal and, and uh, stone opening to the arena where the, 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 the home champion comes out of. He walks out to praise and song and chanting and like his banners unfurling as he walks like all around the arena. And uh, from his armor, he plucks a single black rose and tosses it on his side of the stands where that elf maiden is. It's all very classy. Now we have some spiritual connection. We can curse him. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking sun smite, baby. He didn't sign the prenup. It's okay. <laughs> and of course, beforehand, you're, you're attuned to the Imperian War, so you don't, you don't have to lose your five ever. That would be bad. Yeah, that would be bad. All right. And, uh, yeah, you know, he draws his sword, he points it at you, he calls out to the stands, For your crimes against creation, prepare to be severed. I honestly can't remember what I did to piss him off. Uh, which ones? We've got a whole litany. I probably killed some random guard that like looked like it, that was turned out to be his wife or something. Combat begins. Ah. Do you have a trick to go first? Yes, I do. You should start listing those tricks. I, I should, yes. You should start doing the tricks. Let's start doing this. Uh, Alright, so, uh, storm breaks instant. Uh, before the first round of combat, I will go. Scene-based expenditure one. Yep. I will use the uh, red jaws of frenzy. And I will make three attacks against him. Cool beans. Okay. That's for the day. Uh, what's his AC? Zero. Zero, right? Okay, so it hits. Okay. So as soon as you start into him with your supernatural divine magic, his artifact activates nine iron balls. Yeah, so no damage to him. No physical. Damage. No fighting. Yeah, I kind of figured. Yeah, no, this is happening. All right, so everyone gets one. And by one, I mean three. 
So yeah, he parries every single attack you throw at him with his with his two-handed uh he has two hands on the longsword, just you know, sparks flying, divine magic, battle auras, power comas, glowing power eyes, all of it's happening. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh what's up? What's up, Peter? Um Maybe we should have explained, like, oh, if we knew that it wasn't a sword base, then maybe if we gave you some weapon that's not physical, we go through that. Well, so bring, the the killer, now. bring the killer queen out to nag him and do emotional damage. Little speaker from Crimson. I'm going to marry everyone in this setting and then break their hearts. Yeah, that's kind of what you were like. That's vengeance, though. It was very effective. It was very effective. It's very weird for a character who wasn't remotely sexy. Yeah, you had, like... No sex appeal. Again, apparently so did uh, Cleopatra. Apparently was not a looker, they say. She just had really commanding personality and was like a renaissance woman. Yep. There you go. There we Kill go. The queen! Alright, so uh, I attack him with my attacks and then it does nothing, so... It does nothing. He gets a shot. This is my real voice. What are you saying? Can I use the wish machine? <laughs> it's in your hand, it's attuned. So yeah, it starts going If you want really to spend bad. your wish... I'm gonna go to a dark corner. Alright, there are many dark corners. This is a city without light. Okay. Uh, I well, wish there's strobe lights everywhere. I wish that when I summon something, it becomes replaced with an identical copy. Okay. To summon away Lord Soth's sword? Yes. Alright. Uh, this will be a contested roll from Lord Soth. Okay. Alright, so I think that... Oh, no, I think, I think he has to roll safe. Since you um, can do it for free, yeah, you can do this every turn, Ooh. and he has to roll the save. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing: you're not caught; doesn't cost you anything, and he has to roll the save. So if he fails, he'll spend an effort to auto save. Because he's like, oh, oh, oh. So you could you could start tapping his effort out. Does that sound good? Sounds good. Okay. You didn't even need to use the wishing engine for that. You just keep pulling on the sword. Well, but then his sword would disappear, and people would be like. Why did his sword just disappear? You can just be like, oh, no, no. <laughs> he did off his sword. So he's replacing <laughs> it with, like, an actual regular, I'm assuming. Yeah. There's I a mean, goddess of swords in the city. How did that sword disappear? <laughs> like, Here's an exact replica. You can, like, replace it or something. I think, I think you don't have to use the wishing engine for this. I think what could happen is, if you succeed to pull a sword away, you could spend enough from the day to miracle a sword in his hand. Okay, that sounds good. I don't think, I don't think the wishing engine needs to come. Of course, you can only do it or once or because you're not attuned to the words. Yeah. What? But I only need to do it once. Yeah. Cool. He can, he's he got a sword. He's got zero effort, effectively. He's got like one effort. The first time he's using his effort, it's... Oh, you gotta cut the five. Yeah. yeah. yeah Alright, well, you only have to do it once. So that's your clever thing. You're effort tapping Lord Soth. Yeah. Let's see if he saves. I think he has like a five plus save. If not automatic. Probably five plus. And that's a five plus. Okay. So I'm just gonna do that every time. Do it. All right. Anyone else do anything clever? So, um, nope. All right. Okay. You can have a shot. All right. Uh, his unholy aura goes out. Next turn, if you're in melee with him, you're gonna start taking damage every round from his zone of danger that he emanates. Is this necrotic damage? Uh, technically, it's fire damage. Okay. He has the word of fire and death. Hmm. Yeah. He's a death knight. They do fire and death. I didn't know about the fire part. They do uh, fireballs from their hands, like unholy, like doom oh, balls. Okay, yeah, and also sense. have fire auras. And like, he's all blackened and burned because he was set on fire when he, that bitch wife of his totally burned down his castle when the apothecary. For no reason. For no reason at all. 
she fucking threw a chandelier on herself and burned herself and her baby to death when he stood there and did nothing. It was her fault. So that one time when we did it after entering that dream here. Yeah, that yeah, was good times. Good times, good times, good times. So yeah, that's going to happen next turn. Watch out. Okay. All right, he's going to attack you four times. All two right. attacks, two actions. Okay. All right, here comes Lord Soth. Yes, roll an eye, guess. Hit. Ah, fuck. Um, Hit. Since Miss. Okay. Miss. Since yeah, you took um, Constitution, right? The, or the, uh, endurance? endurance? Yes. Should you miracle that uh, take one less damage from everything gift for this fight? Um, I'm, D12. I'm gonna see what he does, because if he does a D12 straight, it's not going to happen. It's a D12 straight. Oh. You know, if he does beat you and you enter Divine Fury, you should just like be like, oh no, I'm dying, and explode into a bunch of birds. So that <laughs> Power it looks like birds. Yeah, it looks, the red glare from the memes. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you were defeated and turned into a flat flock of birds, and that was your eruption of power. And you're literally just flying away. And you're like, I'm All free. Right. Twelve. I rolled two dice. I got one and eleven. Oh, so, yeah, Lord Soth boots I'll, you with his buckethead boot and kicks you back. And body, takes I'll use my artifact and I will body of the dragon, the herb of the iron scales, the 11. So, it just that. doesn't happen? Yeah, it, just, it basically just cracks. He boots you back against your dragon scales and then spins and with the, that sword fucking nicks you across the chest. He nicholases you right across the chest. You take one damage. Alright. It's your turn. I continue to attack him. I does not. What's his level of zone of danger here? How many health? Yeah, well, maybe you should move away. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. The max, which is 10 fire damage every turn. Do you mm. want a gun? <laughs> I know you're very honorable. Maybe you should also, think about ways we can cheat. No, I'm fine. I'll pass. <laughs> I mean, this is entertaining as it is. If he's doing also melee, then if you walk away from the zone of danger, then he'll have to come to you out of the zone of danger, then later you'll be able to the zone is centered on Ah. It's what? melee with... I, the problem is, I don't have any ranged attacks worth mentioning. Yeah. And uh, the other problem is, if I stop attacking him, I have to commit for uh, Hungry hungry Ravens again. Hungry, Hungry Hippos. Yeah. Um, this yeah. is a gift, or... It's a... Yeah, it's a gift. You can see as from fire. Yeah, I mean, fire has that... It does 10 damage. Your level in in damage... Like, that's what Zone of Danger do. They do your level of damage in a zone. Okay, so it's not a word gift. It's an actual and considered an environmental well, okay. hazard. It's an environmental hazard coming from his gift. Okay, yes. That I can use something about. Yeah, you just shut down the gift. It's like... I'm assuming you have power for it. Well, yeah, but I do have something. But yeah. Like, in Godbound, Zone of Danger is a thing you can do under any word, but Fire has a slightly better version of it that you can buy as a gift. Okay. Yeah, he has a greater version of it because I didn't bother writing it all down. It's like, hey, it's his level in zone of danger around him. He just spent an effort for the day. It's almost like he's a boss monster. Yeah, don't think about it. Is a balance? Probably. You can... I'm going to Elemental Scorn. I don't know what that means. Uh, it is... Uh, I have to miracle it. So that oh, endurance! Yeah, yes. it grants you hey, an element. element. That would totally so do it. I don't want to do that. You're like, I'm immune to fire damage. And he's yes. like, oh... Yeah, so for the next scene, you're immune to fire damage. Yep. Boom. Anyway, you were attacking him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, let's but see he didn't how... do anything. Well, uh, he he's going to wait and see what kind of attacks you do, because if it's not too much, he's not going to waste his effort. I thought it was for the round. It's the scene. No, his one. His... Yeah, his one round. Oh, okay. So it's your turn at the top of the round, so his iron walls is off. 
And he's going to see how bad you attack him, and if it's bad, he's going to put up another 9 iron walls. Well, if it's not too bad, he'll just take a few damage. You attack him once, or twice, or three. Yeah, that's until the start of the next round. Yeah, he doesn't have to do it again. This is the start of the next round. round. You oh, start the okay. round. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, sure. So, <laughs> so this is round two. Yep. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, hit. Hit. Miss. I'll salt it. Hit. Okay, he's going to nine iron walls that. That's a three-pointer. Before he nine iron walls it, is Roar going to do anything? Yeah, I'm trying to yank that sword away. Saving throw! And that's a five plus. Nine iron walls like... After each attack, you should be like resolving it and like, oh, are you using it now? No? Okay, I'm going to do attack again and so on and so on. Like, but. Oh, I guess. Oh, no, that makes sense. No, you're you're right. He can't retroactively do it. He has to decide while the attacks are coming. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you're rolling. You hit him on the first attack? Yes. That is when he's going to activate 9 iron walls to not take damage. That is that is correct, Peter. Yeah. He, can't, he cannot play silly games. No backseas. Yeah. Okay. Shield of swords, he's a perfect fighter. Let's go. Let's go. Here he comes. He's the perfect soldier. He's like the Doom Marine, but less cool. That's a hit. That's uh, a he hit. can make a saving throw. For what? Uh, he is needs to make a saving throw well, against salting the luck, or he will take a six on 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 his whatever shot hit roll. Oh, okay. Well, he will. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna roll his other two attacks, then we'll roll a save on that hit. And that's a hit. That's a miss. So okay, now he saves. That's a save. Okay. All right, three hits coming down the pipe. Uh oh. Uh oh. Twenty-one. Uh, whatever his two highest are, I. He rolled an eleven. I went. And a nine, and then a one. Eleven, nine, one. I'll negate the eleven and the nine with my two points of effort from air effect. Using okay. iron skills. Let's take one damage. You only take one. Again, yeah, he's, he's hacking into you, trying to press you up against like one of the fan walls so that people can see just how much he rocks. Yep. Top of the round. I will take three shots at him. All right, roll your first. Oh, that's not going to work. Salt. Hit. Does he use it? Oh, oh, fuck, I got to save. Six. So he's using the nine iron walls. Does he use it again? Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. He's out of the nine iron walls. Yeah. You have three shots with it, the super artifact. Cool. That's a pretty brutal artifact. Three nine iron walls. I mean, yeah, that's bite to the world and effort. That's it, probably. That's all it needs. Yeah. Bind to the gift. Yeah. All right, uh, so yeah, it's his turn. Yep. He's gonna try and murder you. He's just pushing you back, like just a, just a fucking focused fight machine. Miss. Hit. Miss. Miss. All right, uh, salting. You salt him uh, he got one hit. I, I can't salt in this one. Alright, well, you're, you're, you're gonna take it then. Yeah, it's only, I can only salt it if the last one is stored. Nine. Okay. 
I mean, you guys are watching, the fans are cheering. It's a pretty furious fight going on. There's divine power going all over the place. Like, these effects are happening in real time. There's a burning effect setting everything on fire. He's throwing sword slashes at him. There's explosions and massive attacks. It's just not very impressive behind the table. All right, you go first. He's out of no cells. Okay, I'll start hitting him for realsies this time. Do you want to be doing anything else now? Yeah. I'll wait until Mark's done, though. All right. Salt. Oh, miss. Salt. Hit. Salt. Salt. One hit. Salty. That that makes me salty. Uh, Yes. Thank you. One hit. Four damage. I don't know. That's 10% of his health. Oh, buddy. Yeah, oh, no. It's only gonna get worse from here for Alan so- from Lauren Soth. That's his given Christian name, Lauren Lord Soth. <laughs> All right, you're, you're actually starting to hurt him now. He hasn't been hurt like that in a while. That's what claws, fucking claws. Yeah, it's just basically armor. claws and you're pushing karate him back. kicks and kicks. All right, he crane kick. Oh. I'm gonna use walk without rhythm. Walk without rhythm on him. Uh, he becomes unable to move in graceful or controlled ways, and he loses his move action each round. In order to safely step from his location, he needs to use his main action. He can commit effort to throw off the effect. He will commit effort to throw off the effect. Hmm. Ah, okay, uh, alright. Cool, 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 cool. Oh, I see. Is it to the day? Uh, commit for the scene. Scene. And you do that every scene? But if I'm targeting one person, it lasts indefinitely. But he commits to get rid of it, right? Yeah, he commits to get rid of it. Those for cost- action or forever? Just to get rid of the effect. Okay. Does it cost you effort? It costs me all my effort. Ah, so that's <laughs> it. Okay. Temperature of effort, gone. Um, Anyone else want to cheat? I'm specifically not like cheating. In this, yes. so. Lord said one line of dialogue to you, you're like, awesome. <laughs> he wouldn't have cheated anyway, that was just... Oh, okay. I thought that was it. He was like, oh, awesome. Yeah. Have he wants the heat. <laughs> I mean, he also agrees with the fact that it's a show. Why are you cheating for this big show for, you know, right. a whole bunch of people? He's going to murder you. Oh, they'll like yeah. it as long as someone dies. Because, I mean, mm. um, you hit him nine times for him to go down. So that's at least three rounds. And if he's like putting up, what, 20 damage on average? Oh, I got one. one to 36. Especially when he pulls out his giant mask. 20 you know? on average. <laughs> one to 48. Was that your turn? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is that his turn? Yep. Okay. Uh, alright. He's gonna do two things to you in a row. Uh, you have to make two... What kind of saves are these? Ah, okay. Two hardiness saves. Or you die. Oh my. Oh, so that will luck. fail. I will salt the luck. There oh, we go. Oh my god, if I killed you. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, uh, I can't technically spend, still spend effort, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he puts out his hand and, like, black flames cover it. And uh, everything goes quiet for a moment. It's just you two in the middle of a dark kind of void. And he just says... Fall, and you can feel your soul kind of being pulled a bit out of your uh, your soul hole, and uh, you, you just you just shrug that, you just bat that away and shrug that off. It's not a good feeling. No silence, no. <laughs> when he does that and it fails, I'll start cheering madly. Yeah. 
Yeah, everyone's like, woo, demon god magic. <laughs> yeah, that, that's visually distinct for people around. So he just put his hand above, like above, he puts his hand like above his shoulders, like raised up in the air, and it's like down like a plunge, just goes, fall. And anyone else would be fucking dead. Yeah, I can see why this guy think was pretty confident as a million to He has to do a single point of damage to you to be able to do this, by the way. That's why he was, boop, boop, oh, okay. Cherry tapping. What's his other action? That was two in a row he did. He did, oh. he did twice. He did two ah. actions. Two saber dies in a row. All right. I effort. just start ripping at his hands that he's got out, basically. He's going to do it next turn, too. Because he has effort to spare. I mean, that's Hits. less deadly than him ripping into him. Yeah, but it's more effective. Hits. It's more fun. Hits. Thank God for salt. Oh, no. Just think of that terrible movie every time. What? Salt. Oh, the, the the action movie that I don't remember? Yeah. That, that's no. how I remember it's called Salt, and it's like a spy movie, I think. Uh, 10 damage. Uh oh. 4, 4, and 2. Uh, okay, so he's down to 26 hit points. He's down to 65% of his health. Alright, yeah, you're pushing him back, you're chewing into him. You can see, like, some of his armor bits tear out, and, like, there's bone underneath, and, like, blackened evil flesh and a miasma. And yeah, he, again, for his turn, he just puts his hand up into the air and puts it down and goes, fall! And he's going to hit you two more times with uh, the reaping word. Save or die, too hard to saves. And he's not even, like, he, he, Salt. He's, he's walking away from you. spend an effort. Oh. oh my god, that would have killed you. Yeah. That was two effort, man. Yes, five effort. Salt. Salt. There he goes. Alright, I'll take three shots on him. And Elder Schwartz is just a lesser gift for me. <laughs> totally immune to this shit. <laughs> You're not immune to death magic, asshole! Immune to any hostile low magic or theurgy used directly against me. Oh, this is just a greater diff gift of death. Oh! Yeah. So that's... This is death god mean. magic he's using, because he's uh, like an avatar yeah. of a death god. Okay. He has access to their divine miracles. Wait, what Twelve. the fuck god is around? Ah, uh, like a... Bitch to Kaisis, but it's expanding numbers. Don't worry about it. Twelve damage. All right. I uh, do worry. Do worry about it. He's crimping on my territory. She, she's a five-headed chromatic dragon woman who's definitely not Tiamat from other D and D lore. Margaret Weiss made an original character. <laughs> do Justin not Tracy Hickman. All right, he's he's down to fourteen hit dice as you're just pushing him around. Yeah, as you're pushing him around and clawing him and like tearing into him, he turns around and uh, spins his sword at you over and over again, like Link doing a whirlwind. Spin to win. Yeah, he's, he Garrus spins to win. So four trucks coming down the pipe. Hit. Miss. Hit. Hit. Did, did, did you do anything to his, to his rolls? No, I'll take the three. I've got enough hit points that he can't Twelve. Hit. Three, fifteen, eight, twenty-three. Yeah, That's twenty-three. Painful. But I'm still alive. How much HP? I I have twenty-one hit points left. Oh man! You're in the danger zone. Yeah, he's, just, he's slashing into you, carving bits of you out, pushing you back into the middle of the arena where all the spotlights are. I guess I could. I guess I should. I mean, he has. 14 hit dice. If you guys, you can let Lothar take his turn, and if he fucks up, you guys might want to try and cheat. Well, like, keep in mind, I, I'm not 12. totally worried because I've got Divine Fury. 
<laughs> yeah, you'd and be fine. I'm in enough hit points, close like if he was still at forty, I'd be like, oh my sweet god, this is ridiculous, and would have fled by now. <coughs> I mean, you still need two thirds, so you take another round of his. I think I should heal the party. Ah, oh, there it is. Oh, let's see. I think like, have no honor. I mean, we already knew that. Fucking <laughs> Michael Dorn beside you. He has no honor. We could be drawing our attacks in the meantime. I mean, yeah. it's from a pre-chivalry uh, society. I so, don't. You know, yeah, it's like I don't have high expectations. Jesus Lord. Are you bad enough dude to kill Lord Soth canonically? Plus seven health. Across all games? Twelve. He's down to two. Alright, you're bringing him low. He's running out of juice. You can see like the energy evaporating off of him. All the dark energy on he's accrued. You fought well, beast monster. Let's see how sturdy your your resolve really is. And uh, he calls down the final curses of an angry god on you. Roll two saves or die, asshole. Salt? Oh my god. Uh, actually, that might be high enough. Oh no. I kill a PC with Lord Salt. Oh, what is it? Uh, what's your... What, this? What's the save? That's not right. Oh, I haven't That's not right. right. What is the same as 15 minus uh, con, con or like strength and then level is involved in some way? Yeah. What's your common fire? Plus three? Uh, Here, no, yeah, plus three. Yeah, okay, so plus three. So yours would be seven because I'm at there we go. plus two, so I'm at eight. Yeah. So Did you yes. die? No, I succeeded. Salted on it. Alright. So, what was the first one? Second one. Thirteen. Alright, you didn't die. It would have been so good if I killed a character with Lord Soth and his death throws. Okay. I mean, he still has two efforts, so... I still have two effort and, and the range. Lord Soth is three. Mm. Alright, well, nice I will him. attack him three times. Okay, uh, roll your dice. Let's see, tell me if you get a hit. Hit? That's a good keep, going, keep going with hits. Any of those hits? One. One hit? One hit. Oh my god, you might not roll two damage. Okay, roll. Roll damage. Oh my god. Two damage. Alright, you kill Lord Soft. <laughs> Forever chronically in all games across all of the hobby. You kill, kill him in the multiverse. Yeah, you fucking kill you I don't know however you however you want to kill him, tell us how you killed Lord Soth. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm gonna Lord Soth is is basically been whacking me with his hand thing, so I'm going to claw off his arm and beat him over the death with it until his helmet falls off. Alright, it's just a fucking mummified black charred skeleton. Just shove it directly under, in, into his eyes. Alright, you, you smash Lord Soth and slay him. Uh, let me just pause briefly. Alright, we're back. So Lord Soth, the fucking guy, falls and dies, and it gets quiet for a moment. And everyone starts yeah. cheering. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Luthor will 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 rise up and, and do like a fly up in in, in the victory pose. And everyone starts cheering. I don't have more of a song that doesn't have dialogue. Oh. Yeah. Right. And everyone starts fucking cheering. It's a party. Do I have party music? I don't think so. The soundtrack's pretty <laughs> dour. Luthor, the hero of the party. Now, what will Prince of the Universe say? Right. <laughs> 
All right. Does Lothar? Does, just, does the Lord Soth have a a magical ring that that starts la creating laughing after I kill him? Because that's that. I mean, he's got not, it. Not no. Or that bomb he had surgically implanted in his chest before, uh, right before the battle. Well, see, he has good like stuff that. His heart pacer has collected everyone else in the city so that they ritualistically just die. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm that kind of evil. Yeah, I don't, I don't have the. You don't have cheerful music. I don't have the, yeah, like, thing anymore on my soundtrack. Oh, no. So, yeah, well, people are cheering. Do with that what you will. Reap it. <laughs> And reap them. And this now is what I'm my real voice so sounds hard. like. Yeah. So what now? Well, I have no idea why he was so angry at me, but okay. Oh. So who are we negotiating with now? <laughs> yeah, I guess that elf didn't really work out. <laughs> nope. I mean, sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Sorry, Karen. Your life no longer has meaning. Okay. <laughs> Explodes. <laughs> she just takes the heart. She's like, I knew this was going to happen. Suicide caller. I'm going to put her in Soft's armor and make her take his place in the council. Uh, we'll just all retract our influence and she'll fall apart into her base materials. You know, a bunch of shitty um, extended universe Ravenloft books. <laughs> right? Oh, the Ravenloft halls are not great. I mean, like, you know, abandoning a project, that seems also like that might come back later, like, you know, the Longhorn. It'll be fine, guys. No, no, it is high, the true nemesis of the game, Karen. She's just going to be like the model for all the, you know, Photoshop. You know, the photo booth pictures where you just need someone laughing at salad or... Yeah, a woman laughing at salad will be her new career. <laughs> oh. So how do we pivot this into plundering? <laughs> we're we're going to plunder you now! <laughs> this is our real voice. I mean, it's hard to love at least one of us. You'll keep what you kill. I bet lots of us well off. So let's plunder. That's true. <laughs> Here's his sword. It's an artifact, right? Oh yeah. Well, here. I think you're gonna. It's probably actually more useful for you than. Probably pay. I should. Well, let me take a look at and see what it does. Later. Sure. But it's actually, a sword. Actually, problem. You know, I can't use my martial arts with it. Oh right. Yeah, I'll I'll take the sword. Either way, they now love you, and by extension, us. So, we start plundering worshippers. Yeah, we can. I, I'm sure that I can get a few converts to my uh, to join the uh, Eagle Scouts and learn the ways of ways of the uh, hungry devouring beast. So should we talk to the council or something about what's their political stance with us now? That's um, how things work. The only problem I had Lord Soft had was with, with him. There's no there's no other problems they have with you. They're actually pretty amicable because he used to be on the Council of Entities and he used to rule the city. Oh yeah, don't forget to mention that at all. You just can fight yourself. Again. So this is our city now? No. No, no, no. no. Oh. Once they worship us, it's not going to matter. So we build our temples here, and we claim it as a slow victory. We take, we take what we need over time. 
and we perhaps do a quick hunt for star for the star vampires to push them back a little. Yes, and we take all their best treasure and shards. Oh yes, over time, it's not as though they'll need them. Over time, is in like the next thirty to forty minutes. (laughs) You're so impatient. (laughs) It's called trading. Yeah, you want to attack this place and loot it, blow up the the fucking divine wards. Or they give it the, to the to us as thanks when we protect them from the star vampires, become their new gods, and go from there. Well, let's negotiate that. You can't really pirate that, but okay. <laughs> That's the opposite of looting. He's <laughs> like, so you go in, you stay there 30 years, every day you take a little bit out of the bank, they just give it to you. That's how, so that's how it works. Literally, that's how it works. <laughs> womp womp. We start to undermine their culture with our own. They love that. It's really and, hard, though, because you have their dominion shields off. Oh, yeah, but, you know, once they love us enough, once they start worshipping us, they're going to be or, like, yes. Also, here. they don't have them up to me. Well, yeah. they don't have the, the effort one up, the Imperium one. They, they didn't sink you to the Mundus word, you piece of shit. <laughs> so... We can always save them from the star vampires. Sure use your faction to create chain because I don't think Mundus works work on factions. That's right, because they're not magic. Yeah. It's poli- it's power. Political power. <laughs> the best type of conquering. Yeah, pressure them into uh, removing their wards on us. Kill them like the rest. <laughs> well... Uh, well, what, what else are you in the city? Oh, we're staying. Well, I guess we're going to talk to the council. Alright. There's like three members of the council of entities left. Wow. Worship us. Just, do you want to open your treasury? And we'll... Uh, uh, no. 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 We could save you from the star vampires. Alright, there's, there's a zombie lord baron. There's a wraith queen. And uh, there's some sort of mummy entity covered in, you know, gold. Uh, they all kind of look, look over at the, the marquee, and they're like, "Worship us!" And they're like, "No, we're not going to worship you, nor will our citizens. You can't just leave the council and come back a living god and then make us worship you." Oh, I didn't say anything. I'm just here. It- we can see the past the power play. <laughs> Will you allow us to build our shrines in your city and have the populace decide whether they want to worship us? The, the Wraith Queen starts laughing like Rita Repulsa. Yes, that's exactly what we'll do. We'll allow the people to decide for themselves. Yeah. We've all done that ploy. Allowing people to choose their own culture. No. You know you can't survive these star vampires without us. We can easily tip the scales. Well, then tip the scales for something a little less, uh... A, a little less overwhelming than all of our souls and society becoming subservient to you. What do you think will happen to your souls otherwise if you don't worship one of us? <clears throat> what do you, What happens when you inevitably crumble to dust? Uh, I throw myself into the void at the heart of the universe and cease to exist, thereby cheating Caparaca of all of my sins. I have a... The mummy guy's like... Oh, I'm just I have a up. thought. Perhaps we should uh, leave this city. We'll come back in a more amicable time. I mean, this is about as amicable as, it, as it's going to get. You just slew one of the council. Everyone loves you right now. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's give everyone a night to sleep on it. 
Nothing. <laughs> We're not going to give you the whole goddamn city. Of course not. No, we don't expect you to give us the city. We'll just fly. I guess we're just like, that's like the, the basically just like a text message goes out to all these. Yeah, let's sack this place. <laughs> we're going to roam it. So the We're going to get our roaming charges ready. So the next customer will be challenging now. Like, oh, you sacked our city. Now you're our nemesis. We challenge. I'm, I'm kind of in the in the like after we get back and are out of out of like. Right, you're back at the Furious Kitten. I'm kind of like I honestly would rather just tear the city apart and start from the ground up. It can be an undead city, and the humans uh, we can have. The uh, humans should probably be li li uh, liberated from this place. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy in this place. <laughs> yeah, they like it. We're just tearing apart the very foundation of the place and telling them. Congrats, here's your prize. You get to fix it. A job. People a job for Christmas. <laughs> People enjoy having purpose. They have purpose. They're writers. They're artists. They have a lot of things they do other than work menial jobs until they die. I don't know. I'm with Lothar. But uh, what annoys me is that even uh, when we came into the idea of letting their worshippers worship, they say strictly no. It's not going to stop them. I mean, no, but like killing the field. Yeah, yeah. They literally can't stop people from worshiping us. Yeah, I mean, I bought a shrine in their place. It's fine. We will eventually have more worshippers there. Yeah. Eventually, pressure is just going to give in. People are going to start leaving the city and coming to other yeah. areas. It's also pretty hard for them to contain my cult if it allow if they allow it to work. Because, well, I don't think I need to tell you why. I'm just saying, if we're patient about this, it'll solve itself. I'm just saying, we have the army. We brought it here. The army that you likely won't uh, send in there? They've been fighting this whole time. Guerrilla tactics. That's quite different from actual siege. I mean, we don't have pay around, so... Are you okay with your army dying? I mean, they will almost certainly invoke, if we do a straight-up attack, one of their, uh, uh, an anti-living weapon. Bad. We'll flood the area with dark energy on. Hmm. I don't want to leave empty-handed, and I'm not in favor of a slow burn. <laughs> Come on, guys, let's rage! <laughs> rage! But we should think about this maybe later, because it's, uh... It's 11! Yeah. I gotta work tomorrow on Saturday. That's fair, I gotta work tomorrow at like five. Oh lord. <laughs> Every day. Alright, so it sounds like we're wrapping for the night without uh, Tyler being able to raise a place to the ground <laughs> old school style. Oh, maybe next session we could raise, I don't know, the Star Vampires thing. Star Vampires are great, they have different like casts and stuff, and they have all sorts of shit going on, and oh, it's a big nightmare. Genocide. <laughs> Every time. These games keep getting more and more off the rails. All right, Mark, We're come back. We're oh, rapping, you son of a bitch. You can't just peter away. Peter oh, Father. Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, we'll wrap. I was Devin. Tyler. Kevin. Peter. Mark. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off. Mm -hmm.